This is the Patriots Post Game Show, presented by Cyber Reason. Brady drops back with a play fake. He's pressured. He's wrapped up. He's sacked. Matt Judon has another for the Patriots back in the 28th. Turn that man loose. The Patriots Post Game Show, presented by Cyber Reason, with Hardy, Mike Dassault, and Paul Perillo, is your source for all the news and information following every Patriots game. Chuck comes down to Mac Jones. Fires to the end zone. Caught at the goal line. It's a touchdown it. yeah. for Hunter Henry as the Patriots add to their lead. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500. Or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. I hope y'all keep that same energy for tonight, baby. Can't wait. <laughs> Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. Slipping yeah. and sliding, he was like a cat. Pop, pop, yep. bang. Welcome into the Patriots postgame show presented by Cyber Reason. Patriots get the win in Pittsburgh, 17-14 here for the postgame. It's me, Hardy, along with Mike Dussault and Paul Perullo. All right, so um, uh, week two in the books. Team at 500 on the season, one and one. Couple of road games to start. Drop one in Miami, follow it up with a win over the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Deuce, your initial thoughts here following the game? Yeah, I thought, I mean, similar games. Uh, I don't think the Patriots, you know, really redefine the wheel or, you know, what we thought of them completely. I just think they, you know, the plays today, instead of being intercepted in the end zone, it was caught for a touchdown. Uh, you know, instead of them making the fourth quarter game breaking turnover, it was the Steelers doing it. So, uh, you know, credit to the Patriots. I think especially at the end, the defense got a couple stops. The offense was able to put together a nice drive on the ground with some impressive rushes that, you know, to be honest, before this you hadn't seen a lot of. So, uh, you know, credit to the Patriots. I think they did what they usually do in these kind of games. They didn't make the killer mistake. They let the other team, and, and they took advantage of their opportunities. And, and they did close it out at the end, which I think was, you know, the most impressive part of it. It's a, it's a three-point win, so those are always close and, and tough to close out. Paul? Yeah, I would agree with the, especially the last part of what Mike said. I, I was really kind of thoroughly unimpressed with most of what I saw today. But the last drive was 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 worthy of, uh, of mentioning. I thought that was uh, great work by the guys up front, great work by Ramondre Stevenson, and then, uh, you know, Damian Harris to close it out. Um, it's kind of the game that, that Mike and I envisioned. Uh, you thought it was going to be a slugfest and, and whatnot. <laughs> Um, 17-14. Everyone thought that was going to be 16-13 and 17-14. It's, it. you know. Welcome to the first and last time everybody called a game yeah, correctly from right. start to finish, like up and down the dial, without, up and, uh, across the without country. Without question, every, Hardy. Every, without question. Like the the only thing that I got wrong is I thought they would score more points. But as you're what, you knew. You knew by the end of the first quarter, like, oh, no, this thing's, this thing's going under. This <laughs> thing is going to be, you know, a teen to teen finish. Yeah. And it, it, it could have gone either way, except for that last Patriots drive ball, which I think is an excellent point. Long was, way to go. Uh, long way to go. Uh, what I saw today was kind of two middling to bad teams playing each other. I, I just thought there were a lot of mistakes, a lot of sloppiness. The biggest plays were kind of bad plays by the opponent. You know, Patriots made a couple of mistake, uh, mistakes. Pittsburgh made more. But again, you know, it's 17, 17 14. You got to find a way. I don't think Pittsburgh was ever going to go down and drive and, and tie the game, but Patriots made sure that we never found out if that was going to happen. 
Um, there were a couple of play, you know, kind of like last week with Bill is like you know a couple of plays changed the game. You know, Gunner gets hit in the face yep. with a punt. Yeah, that changes the game. Yeah, I mean, it's just that was the biggest play of the game. You're right, and I don't want to undercut the win, but it, again, it, everything is tough. You know, all even the completed passes, it just feels like guys are draped all over them. Myers was huge today, but you know, it's, it's it continues to to be a little bit of a grind offensively. But I, I do like the promise the running game showed. All right, shall we get to the uh, the good, the bad, and the uh, yeah? That's yeah. right. Good, shall. The, all right, good, we shall. good, the bad, and the injured. Now <laughs> it's time for the good, pretty good, it's pretty, pretty, pretty good. The bad. Hey, what happened? And the injured. <laughs> ah, ah, you are a gay. I shan't screw up the name of this segment again. Uh, good, the bad, and the injured brought to you by the good players, the bad players, and the players who got hurt. We begin with uh, Paul Perillo's first good of the game. Okay, my first good of the game is going to be uh, kind of a strange one for me. The offensive line uh, in the pass protection today I thought was really, really sound. Obviously, they get a huge break with no T.J. Watt, but there were still good players on that Pittsburgh front, and I don't really think they, they didn't have any runaway guy. No runaway rushers like last week, so they cleaned that up. And I also thought they did a great job of giving Mac a little extra time just to sort of survey things. And I thought, um, not coincidentally, I thought Mac looked more comfortable at the start of this game than he did at the start of last week's game. So my first good is the offensive line pass protection. Yeah, that was that was just what I was going to say. I mean, I thought it was noticeable right from the get-go. We kind of looked at each other and were like, he just looks comfortable right from the get-go. He, you know, was calm. He had that calmness that he kind of had last year. So, um, good start. Nice, nice job for the protection overall. Yeah, I, I had that as my very first uh, on the good list. So I think we're uh, all in agreement there. What do you have yeah. for your first? Uh, I'm going to throw, uh, you know, the the kind of combo, but but the Mac Wilson deflection and then the, the Jalen Mills interception. I mean, it just that was my key to the game was turnovers, and you know, you saw Mac Wilson getting a little bit extra time. I'm, I mean, I don't think anybody's against that. Everyone who was pounding the table for more mobile middle linebackers to see maybe a little bit of a spike in play time. We'll see exactly what his snaps were, but. That's what this Patriots defense feasts on. I, you know, when other teams are turning the ball over like that and, and they're forcing turnovers, getting their hands on balls, um, they're they're at their best. So I thought that you know set the tone. It gave them a little bit of you know a little bit of confidence boost. I felt like, and and that was you know really just a, a great play right at the start to, to kind of get things going. What was your first one again, Paul? You mm-hmm. had pass protection for the offensive pass line. Pass protection, right? Thank you very much. All right, uh, Deuce going defense. Big surprise. There, there you go. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Jacoby Myers. I have next on my Absolutely. list here. Jacoby Myers, uh, nine. nine catches for 95 yards. He was awesome. Uh, he was really, really good today. I mean, targeted 13 times. He was obviously Max, you know, favorite uh, target today, but uh, made some really nice catches on some throws that were less than perfect. I mean, there's just, like I said, I mean, we're watching it right here. That was probably the most open one you saw, and he still gets croaked for, for his uh, for his efforts. But uh, he just continues to be a contested catch monster in the right spot. Big moments, I think, on that what, the first drive. I think he might have had two third down catches that, you know, were just critical. First, um, first third down of the game, he catches yeah. it three or four yards short and squirts between yeah, two defenders, play. and, you know, Bailey got the line to gain. You know, I think he needed seven and got seven. Yeah, I thought he was really clutch all day. Uh, and played very well. Uh, what do you have for your next uh, good there, Paul? Uh, I had Nelson Aguilar. Yep. I'll stick with the receivers. I, uh, I thought the the catch was just absolutely silly, the touchdown catch at the end of the first half, and um, I, I probably misspoke. The, that was probably the play of the game because that allowed the Patriots to play the game. The only well, let's, let's call it like it is, the only way they can play it successfully from ahead, um, and that allowed them to get the lead into the half. They had the lead, enjoyed the lead the whole second half. 
Um, and that was just an amazing catch by Nelson Aguilar. I think he finished with six catches for 100 yards or something like that. I don't have the stats in front yeah, of me. Yeah, six for 110 on six, six targets. Six for 110. And so the long of 44 on Again, a lot catch. of what we've seen all summer. You know, it seemed like he's the guy that a lot of fans wanted to sort of nudge off the, the depth chart, and it's been all about Kendrick Bourne. Nelson Aguilar has played much better. That's the point. And, and then everyone's clamoring for Kendrick Bourne. I, from what we saw all summer, Nelson Aguilar was the one making most of the big plays downfield. I mean, oh. Parker might have had those contested catches in camp, but when there was a big play, somebody getting behind the defense, it was usually Aguilar. Great, you know, contested catch again. You'd love to see Mac hit him in stride and maybe have him actually be open instead of wrestling the ball away from the defensive back. But I, I still think Nelson Aguilar is a guy with potential on this team that, you know, if, if there's anybody that needs to be featured more of a featured role in the offense, I think it's him. And, you know, we showed it today, catching every all, all six of his targets. What do you have for your next good there, Deuce? I, I was just I was going to say, and, and this is, I'm going to say throw to score, run to win. I felt like that's what they kind of did today. I know it wasn't perfect with the throw to score, but I felt the running game, after kind of being non existent somewhat in the first half and even into the third quarter, they did what they had to do to close the game out. And, you know, I think Stevenson had a third and seven draw that he picked up a first down. I thought that was huge. Uh, you know, Harris picking up the first down there at the end of the game. So. Good for them. It's just how you draw it up in terms of throw to score, run to win. They ran to win today, and 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 honestly, I don't, I didn't know that the running game really had that kind of uh, you know clutch efficiency in them, and and they had it today for sure. Uh, for my good, watch this, Deuce. I'm going to put Matthew Judon. I mean, in addition to being active, uh, he had that huge pass breakup toward the end of the game there. That was really, really uh, close to being a penalty. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, he just—he didn't even have I've to. Seen get, that called? He didn't even. I'll say the same thing I said last week. It's not a penalty if they don't call it. <laughs> same, I'm very consistent. The officials suck. I was trying That's to. Get, uh, my difference between me and you, and I don't mean you too. I mean you, the royal you. Right. Is I think the referees make bad calls no matter who they're for or against. That was a funny one because I had the uh, I had the headphones on at that point doing some writing and I looked up and I was like, "Ooh, that looks." And I, I could hear you guys big. You could see he's <laughs> making contact with it before the ball gets there. It's like how many times is there an underthrown ball that the receiver's reaching back for and the the, the, the now, defender doesn't realize it? I mean, they call it all the time, but it's the, fine. It's the a great play. The good announcers job, are dead on in this play, and this yeah. is by the way, this is good coverage by Judon. That's why I didn't like. I know. Um, Hardy was probably trying to. <laughs> I was trying to get trying to trigger me, bit, but I actually thought he had a good game. He had. He, he had good coverage on the play too. Like yeah. Yeah. that's that, no, that's right a, that's a good job, and he needs to. If he puts this out in front, it's a twenty yard gain. You know, instead, I mean, he couldn't like just lead him down the sideline because the safety is going to come over. But you can't have it be that far short where you can put it in a position where it's close enough that the ref doesn't throw the flag. Yep. I think it's a very similar play to the one last week with with Howard. Uh, by the way, Nelson Aguilar will be joining us here in the post game. Oh, nice! Aguilar had a great game. So yeah, Nelly. Good talk to him. Um, Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Uh, back to you then, Paul. Um, more goods. All right. So more goods. I thought, uh, again, the run defense was, was stout up front. I thought they did a, a pretty good job. Um, I don't know how to, like, characterize the whole thing, but I thought Pittsburgh tried a few different things today, some misdirection, um, like quick little shovel pass, some jet sweep action, and I thought the Patriots were ready for all of it. I thought they really did a nice job with all of that stuff. So I give them a lot of credit for their discipline today, um, and I, I thought it was I thought it was impressive. Um, the, you know, the, the defensive performance overall, but the front seven in particular, much like last week, back back uh, secondary not so much. But 
I thought the front was pretty good today. Yeah, the secondary, I, yeah, we can get into that. Um, but I think overall, I've, I've just been impressed with, you know, I think the job Steve Belichick, Gerard Mayer are doing. The defense looks on the same page. They've kind of come out playing well. Uh, I, I like what they're doing. It isn't perfect, of course, week two. Um, but overall, I think the front with the turnover that they had, Van Noy, Hightower, those guys leaving, I, I think it's been pretty good here out of the gate. Uh, what else you got, Deuce? Um, yeah, that was that was um, that yep. was pretty much it. That was pretty, that kind of covered me for for the most part. I mean, uh, I, a couple good punts. I mean, that I could just throw that in off the top of my head. I thought you know Jake Bailey seemed like he had a couple uh, good ones, keep maintaining field position, but um, but otherwise that was about it for me for the ups. You know, Nick Folk. I don't know how you're expected to make a 53 yard field goal. I mean, what it's are we too doing? Far. Here? It's, it's too far. It's too far. So I, you know, I'll still put him on the good list. A couple of extra points. Well, I just <laughs> as, as an <laughs> extra individual goal. play. Um, you know, I've been clamoring for Kyle Duggar to return kicks for you know three years, and he <laughs> returns one 37 yards out to the 34 <laughs> yard line, which is probably yeah. double any kick return they've had in the last five years. So yeah. um, I, I put him on the good list. Not that it was like a good game or anything, but. I thought that was a little jolt there on that kick return yeah. after the Steelers tied it with a field goal. Yep. Um, don't want to get to the bads necessarily. I think we can hold off on that for a moment until we, you know, we're, we're <laughs> yeah. going to be speaking with Nelson Aguilar uh, here in a minute. By the so way, Miami is in the process of uh, overcoming a 21-point deficit. Uh, they are down three with 24 seconds to go with a first and goal. Um, oh and boy. I believe Tua has five touchdown passes in this game. And Lamar Jackson has been unbelievably good too, but it looks like uh, Miami might might have a chance to to steal this one with 24 seconds left. And somehow the, I'm seeing that the uh, the Jets won too. The Jets won with about uh, 20 seconds left as well on a Joe Flacco touchdown pass to Garrett Wilson. You know, we're just you know we're looking at these games. Uh, you know, Miami putting up 35, and as Paul just mentioned, threatening to oh. Off the hands of Jalen Waddle. Score again here late in the fourth. Uh, you know, the Lions for his second straight week uh, scoring in, in the mid-30s. You just, you wonder, okay, the Patriots sitting at 1-1. One and one. All right, well, you know, a couple of road wins to start off, but uh, they're going to have to generate more offense. Yeah. I mean, it's just, that is. Well, you're seeing the Ravens. I mean, you got the Ravens coming up next week. They, they put up a bunch of points. You said the Lions. They, they put up a bunch of points, too. There's a lot of teams putting up Aaron a lot Rogers of points. Aaron Rodgers in there as well. So I think that's, you know, as we get into the, the bats here after we, we get to talk to Nelson, I mean, I think that's definitely something to talk about with, uh, you know, just, just, just trying to find more 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 volume for for the offense i think more 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 points and you know but they won today so live on to fight another where does the play calling factor in for you guys today is that going to be under the bad list is it going to be somewhere in the middle is it just you okay with the way the game was called from an offensive perspective i actually i mean i actually i like the play calling i like what they did today i mean i feel like they played into what mac does well they weren't really trying to force the issue early on um they put him in shotgun i thought he looked comfortable right out of the gate as paul mentioned um you know, I, I don't feel like they tried to, like, hey, let's run outside zone to prove that we can do it. Like, they kind of just played to their strengths. And then when they had to run at the end, they did run. Um, so I, I don't really have any complaints as, as far as, the, you know, the play calling overall goes. I mean, I just I just want the offense to be better and to, to make things look a little bit easier because everything continues to just look like they're yeah. scratching and tooth and nail to try to get have, every little problems, piece of it. But it's more conceptually than anything else. There's more completions today with two guys in the same spot. Yeah, um, I thought, and this is a Belichick thing, not a uh, Patricia Judge thing. A couple of fourth downs from the from the Steelers side of the field, uh, I thought were worth taking a look at uh, to go for. He played field position; it worked. Yep. It worked after both of them. They forced three and outs, so it absolutely worked. Um, you know, Bill taught me not to be results oriented, though, so I'm not necessarily. 
commenting on whether or not they work. I just thought fourth and two from the 42, I, I think you make them stop you there and see if you can end the game earlier than you did. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you had a couple of chances like that today. It's like, what was it about Pittsburgh that bothered you? You know, I, I understand not wanting to give up field position, but to that team today, I think you can afford to give up field position. Yeah, and, and I don't plays. think Pittsburgh offensively was terrible, but they didn't ever look like – they kind of looked like the Patriots in yeah. that they were going to take, you know, say seven minutes off the clock if they were going to put a drive together. Yeah, You know, it was going to mm-hmm. take a while. So I, I just thought that they had a chance to what do What did more. Pittsburgh do well today? Um, well, they played good defense, too, I would think, um, until the end, the run defense at the end. Uh, touchdown, Jalen Waddle. Miami is going to take the lead with 14 seconds left. Unbelievable. Never Six touchdown long. passes for Tua. Oof. That's at a, the that, Dolphin 44-yard line. Their that, linebackers seem to be doing their job for Pittsburgh today. I mean, they weren't. They weren't necessarily giving – they weren't applying a lot of pressure. We talked about the pass protection for Mac early on, and they weren't, getting, they weren't getting to the quarterback. But in terms of clogging some stuff up underneath, they, you know, they weren't giving up yeah. a ton of stuff. I'm, just, I'm, try, I'm trying to balance things out. You know, in a 17-14 game, it was pretty evenly matched. We yeah. came up with yeah. some good I thought some the Patriots good were the, the better team. Did. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But, I, but, I, I mean, Pittsburgh's defense, you know, playing without its best player, I thought, you know, yep, 17 points. You expect to win that game. Yep. They didn't get any support from their offense. No. You want to bang out a couple bads? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might as well. Yeah, I mean, I think right at the right at the top, Miles Bryant. Um, That's just yep. uh, you know the the punt return, which thankfully didn't result in anything uh, too too bad. But where where are you going? Trying to catch a ball over your shoulder inside your five yard line in the first place. Yeah. Right. Like he, he actually got lucky that he muffed the ball into the end zone because this could have been you know if he let's just say he catches it right there. Now he's getting tackled at the four-yard line, and now what? Instead, you go out to the 20 because you muffed the ball and it went in the end zone, and you you were able to put together a drive there, right, and take a 3 nothing lead to start the game. So we're looking at it right just now. Just a bad decision. I mean, and I, I heard a bit of the uh, the radio call on this, and Zoe was talking about it. It's like, you know, you, you, you've got a foot. You know, where you, you, know, you know where you are on the field before the play unfolds. You, I mean, it's all about field awareness for, for that player in that position, and you know – you know what your what your cutoff is how far back you're allowed to field this thing and once you take more than a step back that that's it it's all done you know you don't catch that ball it's just yeah i i don't know that we're going to get any kind of an explanation into his thought process there but it just seems like he kind of just kind of lost his mind there for a second. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you wonder, you know, Marcus Jones is he going to, you know, maybe maybe enter the mix there uh going forward we'll see. Yeah, but that that could have been uh that 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 could have been horrific, but the 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 Patriots ended up uh, being fortunate there with the touchback, and then they were able to uh, put together a couple of drives there. Seventeen fourteen. That's your final as they uh, moved. Down. I thought Agamor was on the line. <laughs> I got to be so this careful. Is, this is funny. All I need. All, all uh, I need. All right, is so let's just keep going. Let here. me just bang uh, out. I can, uh, go ahead, Mike. You have one ready. I, I got Mac. I got Mac again. I mean, uh, you know, I, I it wasn't terrible, but. You know, some delay of game. I was going to say the pre-snap penalties continue to be was, an issue. That was tough. Yeah. Yep. And we're waiting. I think they had three false starts, and in, in, uh, <laughs> they had one delay of game that was enforced, another one that they avoided with a timeout, which you don't want to take a timeout to avoid yep. a delay of game. So more pre-snap, pre-snap issues, I, I thought. Um, 
and they're going to have to find a way to clean that up. Well, the yeah. one timeout uh, to avoid the delay of game, we were talking after about after a false start too. That yeah. makes it even worse. Uh, ap- after it happened, like he was, he was upset, and you know, what is he upset about? Is he upset because he's just generally upset, which is your <laughs> assessment of it, or is it because <laughs> there was something late coming into him? It's like, Could, look, I can't get the, I can't right. get the freaking. I got to get these plays time. off, and you're not giving the plays, and in time. you're not giving me the plays yeah. in time. Why yeah. are they? Why are we not getting the plays in time? I don't know who's, uh, who, how many people are they going through before. They finally get communicated to you from Patricia. We yeah. don't know. Yeah. Well, the other part of that um, of that delay of game at the beginning too was like Parker was like looking at him, palms up, like what, what, what? Like he didn't, he wasn't even getting it out to him. So just you know, lack of communication. You know, it was a little little sloppy there. Yep. Uh, I could throw to uh, you know uh, Isaiah Win hold and a false start. I mean, two, two you know two penalties on him. See these um, are the they passes were, they were right here. You good. see these please plays those like. Multiple receivers in the same spot. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. I don't, and, th- and this is not by accident because it's happening every every game. Noticed it a couple times. Yep. Yeah, within within few yards of each other. Uh, essentially, I think it's route dispersion is the uh, is the word of trying to you know. Well, all, all you're <laughs> doing is making it easier on the defense to where uh, anybody can bringing make guys a, into the passing. Anybody could make a play on that ball. You know. You know. And you wonder why the windows are tight, and that that you know that that that's part of it. You know, you want to have everybody spaced out right. There's still something missing on some of Max throws. Uh, like you know, there's some there's some velocity. Yeah, some zip on them that you know. You, yeah, I thought it was better today. I I, I agree with my, with Mike. I thought there was another like this play right here. I'm sorry, yeah, like, that one was brutal. I, and this is why, you know, and I got attacked on Twitter for making a comment during the preseason game on that throw. I talked about this with Zoe. He continues to roll one way and throw it the other. And there's only a select few amount of guys that can do that because they have the arm strength to do that. He's not one of them. And this throw hits that 20 right in the hands. And not only that's a ki- game-breaking, killing interception, if it happens, what happened on the next play? They punt, it goes off a of gunner's face. And you end up with a touchdown off of that that you shouldn't have had. So that like he needs to he needs to stop trying to do those plays um, outside of the pocket, throwing across the body, and Miami ends up holding on to win as uh, Lamar Jackson's hail mary attempt falls into the end zone. Unbelievable comeback for the Dolphins down thirty five fourteen, and two of throws for six touchdowns. Uh, and he had two picks. I, I saw one of the picks. It wasn't necessarily as well as a deflected oh. ball and. Uh, it, but but it, I'll tell you, if Miami, if my if Miami can play the kind of offense that we saw in spurts against the Patriots, and evidently for the whole second half today against the Ravens, explosive plays downfield, catch and runs, um, both uh, Waddle and Hill will well over a hundred yards and over ten catches each. That's going to be a scary team to contend with because they play well enough defensively. You know, to contain you, you're not gonna. They're not gonna shut you down all the time, but they're pretty good defensively. That's a team that you that you have to worry about. Yeah, and they're two and zero in the division. Uh, Rams and Atlanta just now getting underway, so uh, we will we will do our best to monitor all these four o'clock games for you as you uh, join us here in the Patriots post game, which is presented by Cyber Reason. Um, what else defensively today? Uh, I, I mean, I know you liked some things early on when we were yeah. doing the good list. Anything give you uh, any issues? Not, I mean, not especially. I mean, I know, you know, Paul mentioned, I mean, some of the underneath stuff. But, I mean, I liked that they kept everything in front of them, and, and they didn't really give up a lot of big plays. 
Um, no, they didn't give up any big you know, plays. It's, Defensively, it's, yeah. they didn't give up any big plays. You know, so I, I think, I mean, look, you, you know what you're dealing with with, with Trubisky and, and Najee Harris being banged up. So you're not you're not exactly, you know, stopping the, this juggernaut offense. But at the same time, I think, you know, they've done enough. And, and I like, you know, seeing the turnovers. We need more of those, though. I think that's a, a big part of it is um, – but I think that they're starting to find something too. You know, I think they're experimenting a little bit with guys, and you know, love seeing Jack Jones getting out there a little bit more. I mean, it seems like they've got a little bit of growing your guy, confidence. Your in guy him. Pepper showed up with Peppers because of, of Duggar's today, injury, not really showing up at all last week. Yeah, so you know, you wonder if Duggar's injury might open up some opportunities for Jabril Peppers. Um, but you know, overall, I, I not, not a lot of issues um, with it. We'll, we'll yeah, see it was, how it looks it was against funny better because offenses. But I thought Pittsburgh, um, you know, Pittsburgh eight for fifteen on third down. That's two. That's that. Like that's good. That's too good. No, they and they were for, t- for an yeah. offense that and they and they was third and seventeen, third yeah. and ten. Second there was some quarter. long yardage yeah. uh, third downs that they converted. Yep. Now, again, the Patriots did what it need what what they needed to do in the last say ten minutes of the game. Two three and outs. They got off the field. 0 for one on third down. 0 for two on third down. And then the last time, the third time, the Patriots got the ball with a chance to put it away. They finally did. Because I thought offensively, like I said, until the very last drive. I was just ready to say, hey, somebody had a win. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, and I, that's I, what I, I liked. I, I don't think either team played very well. I, and, and I still don't. But I, I, I liked the last drive, the way they melted the last yeah, five minutes. I think that fourth quarter might be, if you're, if you're looking for, like, something positive to yeah. feel good about going forward, I think, you know. And I even truncated to the last five minutes because they had the ball twice in Pittsburgh territory in the fourth quarter and had a punt both times. And, oh, by the way, one of them results in a touchback. That's another one on my bad list. Uh, Jake Bailey, two touchbacks today on plus 50 punts. I'd like to be able to give the Patriots defense credit for uh, forcing Trubisky into some bad passes, but he just makes them he's even bad. when he's not. He's doing them on his own. Well, plus, he kind of didn't. <laughs> he, like that was yeah. a terrible pass on the. But it was more. It wasn't really a bad pass. It was a bad decision Reed, to throw yeah. into triple coverage. A yeah. bad decision on on, on the pick. That, but he, but he nah, was fine in the game. Other than uh, that, I don't know. Some. I mean, some back shoulder passes that ended up being back behind the receiver by three I mean, that, yards. He had a that could have been a big play. He hits his receiver in the face right there. Yep. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's unbelievable. That's a good throw right there. Even though he's 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 pretty well covered there, um, but that's a good. That ball hits his receiver in the face mask. Some of the ma- some of the Mac throws <laughs> that were th- in the face. It's a recurring theme today. That were you know that elevated, especially on the opening drive. There was one to Ma- there was one to Myers. There was another one to Aguilar. That you know they have to elevate to get these things. Is that due to the lack of velocity? He has to he has to put him up there because he can't he can't zip them in on a on a on a better line to get them on target yeah. in the in the right spot. Yeah, or the lack of you know separation. Like the only way they can is jump up and go up in the air to get it. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it, see, it, I think it's part of that yeah. too. Like Myers, as great as he's as he played in this game, he did not create a ton of separation. Um. I, I do think that uh, that part of it, Hardy, is that he's trying to get it between layers of the defense. And uh, what a run by Debo Samuel. Holy smokes. Um, he's trying to get it through multiple layers of the defense, and I think some of those require some touch. Like, you can't jam him in there. Like, I think, you know, Trubisky tried to jam one in that kind of a throw to to Deontay Johnson, the one that got tipped by Mac Wilson. Terrific play by Mac Wilson, by the way. Yeah. Do we put him on the good list I for do. that I play? mean, I, I kind of okay. comboed that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, so that was a terrific play by Mac Wilson, and it, um, but if if he tries to like float that, he's going to get his receiver killed. And I think that's sometimes Mac on some of those throws feels like he needs to throw some, with some touch. And, and look at again, two receivers, same spot that yeah. that throw right there 
although that was a bit of a screen, so it's kind of deceiving. Um, I, I think that part of it, Hardy, you're right. I don't know if he has the arm strength to sort of zip it in there. Yeah. But the other part is, is the way these concepts are set up, uh, I think there's a lot of traffic, and you've got to kind of use max, advan- max strength, which is his accuracy. Um, why are we showing Jimmy G in the Niners game? What do we got going here? Is he throwing? <laughs> is he throwing? Looks like he's getting Looks like up. he's getting ready to come in. Looks like he's getting ready to come in. Trey Lance was two for three for thirty yards, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Shut up, Matt. It's a good song. The original, I mean. Do you know all Golden the trivia? No, I like you know, that you know song. Tra- Hardy, when you, uh, I was listening to your other radio show the other day, you're spitting nuggets. Do you know those nuggets, or is this like you do research before, and you're like, I know I'm going to play this song, so I need to, yeah, oh God, I'm forgetting well, what song it, it was. You said the there were a bunch of different versions that were recorded. Oh, no, you said something about Soundgarden. Uh, Soundgarden, that was it. Yep, yeah, yep. fell on black I days. Was, yep, I was listening then. Yeah. And, uh, so, so is that just like, hey, I'm playing this. I know this nugget off the top of my head. I'm Single throw version, album version. There was the radio edit, and then they re-recorded this song live for the video. Yeah. So, which is, which is done a, a handful of times bruce springsteen did it for uh, uh brilliant disguise oh i like that song uh i never realized what what, what they were actually saying in that song though so i, I was driving to ref the other night Which and i song? heard you on uh the the one you just mentioned what was it <laughs> uh, fell on black days yeah yeah i just i mean i know the song but i never realized it was i think titled fell on black days so it's quick aside sorry oh, i'm right. learning other things from hardy outside so, the some of them world. i d- some of them i do look up but you know that one i happen to know <laughs> Big Soundgarden guy. What do you want? So these are the things I'm thinking about. (laughs) All right, Morell. Let's go to the phones then. If Nelson Aguilar is going to take a sweet time calling in, I'd rather I'd rather talk to uh, Brandon in Atlanta. Maybe we won't get him. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Brandon, what do you got for us? Brandon. Brandon. Atlanta playing the Rams today. All right. So while Fred is having a hard time calling up the uh, (laughs) the the listeners, the callers. Handful of injuries. Oh, yeah. Handful of injuries today. Yeah. Um, fortunately, most of these guys I know came back. But uh, Godshaw left the game for a time with a back injury early. He did come back. I forgot about the injured. Uh, Jonathan Jones left the game. Looked like he had a leg. He was getting worked on on the sideline. He returned. Cramping maybe. And also, uh, the the most serious out of these three was Juwan Bentley, who left the game for a while. Was in the locker room for most of the third quarter into the fourth with a back injury. He came running back out of the locker room onto the sideline, came back in the defense in the fourth quarter, those back-to-back three and outs. He was back for those. Didn't you? Uh, the one guy who did not return, however, was Kyle Duggar. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and this looks like and a serious injury to Trey Lance, by the way. Yeah, and uh, also Damian Harris at the end going down, like limping off a little bit. We don't know what that was, but but it looked like he got a little dinged up too. Nice run by Damian. There. Oh, boy. Cap it off. Nice third and three. Now, the last time I saw a guy get carted off and have everybody hug him, <laughs> uh, it was Ty Montgomery, who uh, then played 20 minutes later. So <laughs> I, I think this one's a little bit more serious, however. Uh, t- Trey Lance makes a run here, and it's kind of like looks like he kind of got, got folded up a little bit. I couldn't tell bit. if it was before the hit or as a result of the hit, but he's on a cart now. Yeah. Um, look looks like he's yeah. in a lot of pain, and probably reality is setting in that his season's over. And just like that, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo ain't going back with ain't, the 49ers. Ain't going nowhere. Wow. That's I mean, that's what we talked about in the pregame. It's like, oh, you got to get him in Dallas. It's like he, 
He ain't going to no Dallas. He ain't going anywhere. He's going to be playing for the San Francisco 49ers, and it turns out he's going to be playing uh, two minutes and 20 seconds into the first quarter today against the Seahawks. My name is Jimmy Garoppolo. Thank you. All right, John and Natick up now on the Patriots postgame show presented by Cyber Reason. Hello, John. John. Wow, you really do uh, have Why a did way. you make what? him not talk? Why is it me? Why is that, why is that my fault? Because you can't. Call call up the callers properly. See, <laughs> okay, and that's twice that Morell has played the that right, horrible so, sound. So effect. those guys will call back, and Jimmy just got lit up on his first pass. Oh, hey, uh, uh, he completed it to Brandon Ayuk. Looks like it's a little short of the first down. However, do, do you think that that sound that Matt plays is foreign to a lot of people because there's no more busy signals? Like, where else would you hear a busy signal other than than here now? Well, that's phones. not the busy. That's a, that's, that, a, that's, a, that's a dial <laughs> tone. <laughs> no, that's a dial tone, tone youngster. It's more. Uh, what the the eh, 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 it's not a dial tone. That's the phone is off the hook. Oh, you're right. My yeah, bad. Yeah. See, you know it's what the, the throwback, you know though, what the worst is. Sound. The worst is when someone corrects you, and like wrong. a smartass, and they're wrong. Yeah, I do it. Shut up, Paul. I do it all the time. I do it. I don't generally. I don't. I don't generally do it like a jackass, like <laughs> I just did. I do. Idiot. <laughs> idiot. That's you, me. You get used to feeling like an idiot. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Garoppolo leads him to a field goal. Anthony, they were already in field goal range. I'm just kidding. Anthony and Columbus, you're up next. What's up, Anthony? Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good. Good. Hey, um, well, you, you, you've touched on it a little bit about already about the offensive play calling. I, because of where I live, I can't see the games without spending a lot of money to do that. So, I don't. It, it, this doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, you know, God knows there's been a lot of coverage in the Boston media about this. What? But it's, I don't know. It's, like, it's not like the, um, the, the not having a sort of designated offensive coordinator. Oh, that. Right? Oh. I was like, yeah. what does it make <laughs> a lot of sense? <laughs> um, it's not like they're strapped for cash or something and are trying to save on coaches. So I don't. I don't know if this is something you guys want to revisit, but like, why do you think you're they're doing it this way? Well, first of all, I don't think the the offense and the play calling and all that. I don't think that was much of an issue today. I think you, I think you probably did what most people, you know, thought was expected of you. Now, had you gone out there and not been able to move the ball, and you were completely inept, and you ended up walking away with a with a fourteen three loss to the Steelers, then I I think today would be a day to revisit. Uh, the issues with the with the Patriots' offensive coaching, but to, if you if you want an answer to the question, they're not strapped for cash. But why pay for uh, an offensive coach when you can have another team pay for your offensive coach? And it happens to be a guy that Bill likes anyway, and I think the owners like also. So we do you think hit, if we, Josh McDaniels was the coordinator, you'd have been happy with a seventeen point output today? No. Okay. So maybe if they had an offensive coordinator, it would have been better. I think yes, yes, but. We we didn't come in here talking about it. it's like man it's a good thing they got that thing today because the offense is a complete. I got to be honest with you. I didn't think that last week either. I didn't think the play calling was something that kept me up at night last week. But I know that whatever they're doing, they're not scoring. Yeah, and may, maybe a more accurate answer or question would have been, if Josh McDaniels was the offensive coordinator, do you think they would have scored more than seventeen points today? Absolutely. I, I, yeah. Because I think they would have continued what they started last year, and they wouldn't have hit the reset button on, right. s- on certain aspects of the offense, and they would they would just improve upon what they did last year. Yeah. Now I also think it was much better today than last week. Yes. Even though the point total wasn't much better, the production was much better. They moved the ball much more effectively. 
Um, you know, they had. They, I mean, they were knocking on the door. They were in. They were over 300 anyway. They were knocking on the door 400 yards. I think you get 400 yards. That's a really good day of offense. I think they were like in the three 350 to 400 range today. So they moved the ball better today. There were signs of improvement, but I'm still not happy with the the way the offense looks in general. I still think there were too many plays like the touchdown to Aguilar that you kind of look at and like I thought Mike's Mike's opening monologue was awesome. <laughs> it was like. Well, last week that ball got deflected and picked off. This week it got deflected and you caught it. Touchdown. Yeah. That's the game. That's the game. This is why I was so sort of annoyed with the whole two plays go different ways thing. <laughs> That's yeah. every game. Right. But it's it's I guess I guess rare that you need that type of play against uh, a team like the Steelers. Rare for the Patriots that you need a play like that to go your way in order to get a win against a team of that caliber today with Mitchell Trubisky as the right. quarterback and they're missing in that state. and they're, and they're yeah. missing their best player on either side of the ball. Yeah. yeah Cuz you got to think if TJ Watt was in the game today oh. the pass protection uh would have been stressed a lot more than it was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh do you want to try again? I, uh, Aguilar is uh, I think at the podium right now. So I guess he uh he went and did live live uh, post game press I don't think us. we're I don't think we're going to get him. Yeah, that won't break my heart. Can we, do you want to go to the the callers? We've already been going to the callers. We'll go to we'll go to more of them. Okay. Yeah. Did you forget about the callers we've already taken? <laughs> Seems like you did. <laughs> oh, I, I think struck it, a nerve. I think I, I, I think I, I think most of those guys. <laughs> I think most of those guys weren't here. <laughs> and then you got snarky with Deuce about you know. I did. I, I already gave me some back sass. I already I already took the back sass. I already took myself to the woodshed <laughs> for that. Cousin Patty, I don't know why we're in such a foul mood. The Patriots are, you know, they got a win under their belt. We we should all be happy and getting right. along. That's right. Right. Yeah, that's right, man. I mean, even regardless of how ugly it was, I mean, they out-uglied the Steelers. That's what matters. And uh, you guys hit the nail on the head, too, given the offensive line uh, check mark on the good list. I thought they played really good today. Um, but to me, uh, like, even even though they, they were very solid, I mean, they opened up holes especially late. you got to love to see that. Max still, I mean, he, he looks very uneasy in the pocket, even when they were giving him good protection. And I thought, like, they, on, on a couple of his completions, they showed replays. There was a lot of times where John Smith was open. And um, mm-hmm. I thought, even though he didn't, like, get any catches, just looking back, I mean, I'm sure Evan will break down the film later this week and tell me if I'm wrong, but he looked like he was open and he could have had a couple big plays, but I don't know if there were just designs where Max didn't, it was like one read designs, and he was going to whoever that one read was. But hey, yeah. man, I'm happy. Seventeen, fourteen. I'm just yeah. glad they're not going to start zero and four. And you know, they got a real chance to to take one of these next two games and start two and two. I'll I'll be happy with that. You know, that's uh that's crazy. I I mean, I I hadn't dove into the stats yet, but Parker, Henry, and Smith combined for zero catches on six targets. That's yeah. That's and Smith crazy. had three of them. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I don't know. It just nothing ever looks right when it's going to John Smith. I just, that's mm-hmm. just my my observation from afar. Yep. I thought uh, Myers and Aguilar were the story today in the passing game. That was I it. Thought Six and nine, and everybody else was but, two or below. But it wasn't even just the amount of it was the amount of contested catches they made. Like they were n- really very few easy catches for both of them. They both seemed to have guys yeah, that, all that over them when they were catching the ball. Was, was crazy. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable I, I, catch. I couldn't believe he came down with that. And that's the so kind of stuff that we him. saw during the summer. And it's like when Mike and I like joke around and say, I'm not sure that's sustainable. <laughs> like that's what we're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Those are the kinds right. of catches when they had success, quote unquote, in practice, 
those are the kinds of catches everybody was making. Like, they just covered like a blanket, and then boom, they just make a catch anyway. Yeah. And Aguilar made more than his share of those. What an unbelievable. That hey, was I'm just happy. a great catch. Yeah. Uh, Pat, thanks for the call, buddy. We appreciate it. Um, boy, I'm getting distracted by six ways from Sunday here. Apparently, the dog just puked. You know, back at Your home. Dog? So, yeah, yeah. So That's I got. Funny. I got a pet issue Why too. We had that? to take. We had to take my cat to the emergency uh, yesterday. I think he's got a UTI. Oh, serious? Like, like really bad. <laughs> so you give him some oh, cranberry juice, or what do you? Really, what do you it's do really bad. That? I don't want to get into the details. No, it's you could. You could see. I had a hard. I had a hard time with it yesterday. Oh, jeez. Didn't want to be put in the cage. Trying to give him his medicine when we got home. <laughs> the antibiotics didn't go well. Can you see that? You got that on the camera? Oh yeah. Didn't go well. Slashing. Oh wound. Yeah. Uh. Tony in Canada oh, here on the Patriots post-game show. What's up? Hi, guys. Well, I'm glad for the win today. That's for sure. I think we needed that one. Next week is going to be difficult against Baltimore since they lost this week. And then there's Green Bay. So I'm glad we got the one win anyway. But uh, I just want to follow up from last week when I was talking about Mac. And uh, I heard Zolak talking about this game at the, in his pre-show, pre-show interview. He talked about uh, he thought that they would go more spread offense and and put Mac in the in the gun and uh, that uh, it seemed to really help him out. He seemed a lot more comfortable. He could see more of the field. I'm hoping they're going to go more with that scheme. Uh, do you guys think the, they'll kind of take that approach? Uh, you know what, Tony? We're going to address that here in a moment, but yeah. right now we're going to go to Nelson Aguilar. And before we do, a big thank you to our sponsor, Microsoft Surface, the official sideline technology provider and laptop of the NFL and the Patriots, providing players and coaches with the tools to succeed both on and off the field. Check out the powerful Surface Pro 8, combining the power of a laptop with the flexibility of a tablet at Surface.com. Here he is, Nelson Aguilar. Thanks for being on the show. God, thanks for having me. Hey Nelson, uh, you know, big touchdown catch for you today. I mean, what, what was the, what was it like to you know go into the locker room after making you know big play like that? It seemed like it really kind of provided a little boost for you guys. I mean, it was a you know obviously it was a play that you know we needed uh, you know get on the board uh, and then you know just finishing the game is when we got to really celebrate the play. You know, you really don't celebrate the play till the game's over. With. So, Nelson, can you kind of walk us through it? Because, uh, I, I mean, I think it's one of the best catches. I know we only played two weeks so far, but one of the best catches of the year, I mean, and we're watching it as we're talking to you right now, it looked like Witherspoon had pretty good coverage on the inside. He saw the ball coming. He reacted to the ball, and you just go over him and take the ball away. Um, what You know, when the ball's coming down, what's going through your mind? Yeah, I, just, I just thought, I, you know, the quarterback gave me an opportunity. It was important for me to make the play there, you know. We knew what was at stake, uh, and he gives you opportunity. You just try to come down with the ball and make a play. I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit. I don't Nelson. either. It's a, it's an incredible. I think catch. it's an amazing catch. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to be a guy. I'm not trying to play Chris Farley on Saturday Night Live here, right? <laughs> I, I thought it was an unbelievable catch. I think you're selling yourself you so short. Fun. Thank you. Well, we're, we're yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know what else to, to say other than uh, wait till you see it in slow motion <laughs> if you haven't already. Um, in terms of uh, the way Pittsburgh was playing you today, obviously they were without uh, at least one defensive weapon, but is it about what you expected in terms of your preparation this week? Uh, well, you know, we, we know that Pittsburgh is always going to be a well-coached team. I think we just had to do a good job of having good route discipline and then getting prepared to make contested catches. You know, they have good speed out there and, and good length and an opportunity to make plays on the ball when it's in the air. And then to make contested catches was uh, a key to us, you know, being successful in the passing game. 
Now, since it seemed like you guys, you know, kind of pressed the pass early in the game, you're able to run at the end to, to kind of close things out. You know, what do you take from this game as an offense moving forward? I know it's just week two; it's a process, all that. Uh, where, where do you guys go from here, and, and how do you use this success to, to build off of it? Well, first we'll watch the tape and uh, we'll see the positives that we did, and we'll see concepts that work. We'll see uh, how guys moved around in different positions, and then we'll build from that. You know, I think it's a good thing that we 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 learned from a positive win. But last week, you know, when we did win, we saw some things positive there too, and we wanted to grow from that. So, I'm, I'm happy that we get to learn from a win, though. Uh, final question, uh, Nelson. Just as you watch the tape, I want you to look at the finger roll that you did as you crossed over the goal line. <laughs> I, I look far be it from me to tell you how to play your game. It, it, it certainly wasn't too late. It came, if anything, just a tad too early. I got nervous. I mean, you have, it was touchdown. It got called, but woof, that was close. <laughs> No, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I, got, I got a little emotional. Uh, after that catch, I don't blame you. Congratulations on the win. Fantastic game. We appreciate you taking the time to join us. All right, thank you. All right, there we go. Thanks, Nelson. Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get it. He's, he's being modest. But this is like sometimes you jump over a guy who doesn't know the ball's coming. This is Witherspoon is making a play on the ball. Yeah, yeah. He like pulls it right out of his bread and basket. He's, and, he, and, he, and he gets his hands on the pass right here. And he just pulls it away. No offense to Judon, but it's you know this wasn't a case of like someone who wasn't even turned around looking for the ball. Witherspoon was looking for the ball and trying oh, yeah. and, and making a I play. I think he on thought it. he had an interception going right into his arms. Yes, and, and Aguilar just reached. But in I'll the tell you, you know how I always say it's ridiculously hard to be a defensive back in yeah. that league, and they call so many ticky tack pass interferences. Yeah. If a defensive back did that, they'd call him for interference. And like that's it, and it's not like there's two guys looking for the ball, yeah. playing for the ball reacting to the pass and Aguilar just makes an unbelievable play there's no there's no penalty there there's no nothing there um that's just i'm telling you he just mossed him that's going to be you got mossed right you got mossed yep easy Easy. that's going to be you got mossed tomorrow night you book it i know just book it guy take it easy what do that again espn already tweeted that out yeah yeah uh, Tamara told me though during the game that it it got tweeted out but well I, i figured anything on twitter he would be aware of not bad. I just said Tamara told me. That, right. Well, that's why. <laughs> Tamara's young. She's on the Twitter machine during the game. Here's what here's what went wrong for me personally during the what went wrong? Ag- Aguilar Did interview. Wrong? I was convinced he wasn't going to call. Uh. Had I known he was still calling in, I would have formulated a way to ask him. And I don't know, Matt, Paul. You're you're the you're the best at this. How would how would I've been able to ask him about the situation of multiple receivers close to each other in the field. How do you feel about the route dispersion? I don't think it was the proper time. <laughs> I and, and I'm dead, being dead serious. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have asked them anything that was approaching negativity. To right. They I mean, needed a win, they went and got a win in a place that's not easy to win. Like uh, or even like wow you you know you really elevated for a couple of those catches today is that uh is that by design, it was more Myers who got killed <laughs> on some of those catches. But on the first drive Aguilar had to I don't know, whatever. I've, he did. He did. They were not easy catches that those two made today. No. Mm-mm. You think it was disrespectful when I asked him about the finger roll over the goal line? That was funny. I was wondering what he was going to say, though. I, I, can I know why? Yeah. I thought you were going to ask something about that. <laughs> I got nervous watching Just be it. sure, buddy. Be sure. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just a little tip.
from me, radio host to you, football player. I'm not going to tell you how to do your <laughs> job. Class, world-class athlete to world-class athlete. Just be sure next time. Just be careful. Let me tell you how not to do your job, just yeah. for a second here. Yeah. Don't lose possession of the ball before you know it's a touchdown. We're still talking about Deshaun Jackson putting it down on, like, the half-yard oh. line. So, you know, good grief. All right, let's go to Nick and uh, Sacto. Uh, Nick, thanks for joining us here on the Patriots Post Game Show presented by Cyber Reason. What's up, Nick? Thanks for taking my call, guys. I'm, I'm a bit nervous. I'm a first-time caller. Oh, so come on. You. We're just guys <laughs> talking football. Let's go. I am just – I'm curious. I have two questions for you. The first one is, did we win this one primarily based upon our own confidence or largely on their mistakes? A little and of both. secondly was, why is Mac throwing it downfield? He keeps doing that. There's been a couple of blunders last game and this game. Is he trying to be a rock star or oh, is he right. seeing something there? So he, he, I'll he, leave he, you with those two. Thank okay. You All right. He did come up with a touchdown on one of those yeah. balls downfield. By the way, there's nothing wrong with capitalizing on your opponent's mistakes. Correct. One of, one of your Super Bowl, two of your Super Bowl wins, I would say, are largely based on the mistakes of your opponent. I mean, it's it happens. Now, granted, you're a much different conversation for a team that's struggling and trying to pick up their first win in the in the second week, and a team that's already made it to the Super Bowl. But you know. Th- that's okay. If the other team is going to make mistakes, A, don't interrupt them, and B, make sure you make the most of it when they do it. So yeah. that's okay. I think the Patriots played much better today. Yes. But, yes, they the took same. advantage of a couple of mistakes, especially the second one. But the first one interrupted a pretty good drive Pittsburgh had going on first down, very similar to yeah. your drive yeah, were moving. in week one. Yep. You know, you had that drive in the first drive of the season. You go right down the field, first and ten, pick. That's a killer, and that's what Pittsburgh did. They were right down the field. I think they got to about, what, the 35-yard line when they threw that pick on first down. Again, so it was very similar. San Francisco up 13 nothing with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo in at quarterback. I ju- it, All he does is, is win. Is there, is there a weirder career than the one that Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> no question. is having oh right now? Oh, my gosh. You're so right. It's, it's so just true. bizarre. It is. It is. And he comes right in. He's probably going to win, and it'll be like all the hype train will be back on Jimmy G. Like, thank God they didn't get rid of him. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's just it's, it's a trip. The Jimmy Garoppolo experience continues. Uh, you know, Paul, can I, bring up a, can I bring something up real quick? You can bring up anything you want to. It's your show. The, last week on the, the post-game show, I think. I mean, I'm looking now at, like, Tyreek Hill, 60-yard touchdown. Tyreek Hill, 48-yard touchdown. Uh, yeah. You, you know, I, I, I think, you know, you need, you need to say, I feel like the Patriots, I mean, I, I hate doing this. I hate going back and saying, well, it doesn't look better now. But, I mean, I think last week I felt like it was good. They didn't give up the big plays a lot. And I think we saw with Miami today. But I've seen. They got a lot of big plays. I've seen Tyreek Hill do what he did today many many times i don't think it makes what they did last week any better it's a different kind of game so close to the vest game they didn't take any of those shots last week none they didn't try to get the ball downfield to him last week oh i, I mean i'm not familiar with if they were were they, they all were bombs. bomb passes yeah but because maybe they were covered paul did you ever Thank think about that? so they took what they were given and every one of them that they get, they <laughs> they were given was complete i didn't even hear <laughs> like, a word he just said what you if said it, if, if it was one of those deals where they threw the ball to tyree kill like 15 times to get eight catches for 100 yards, I'd say, yeah, they made him work for it. Yeah. But every time they threw the ball at Tyreek Hill, he caught it for a first down. Yeah. Like virtually every time last week. They didn't give up big plays. Today, he got big plays. Baltimore. Now, they shut him down last week, and uh, this week he showed what he's really about. This is what he happens when he goes against a bad defense. I'm with you, Deuce. <laughs> I'm with you, buddy. You're, you guys are always against me. <laughs> no, it's just uh, Deuce has a way of, of, of seeing through the numbers. Yeah. You're, you're so obsessed yeah, with your surface, stats. Surface level. So. I couldn't even tell you what the stats were, so I'm not, con- I'm, not intent- I'm, not, I'm just telling you that <laughs> when they threw it to him, he caught it. 
That's what all I'm Deuce obsessed has with. A, Deuce has a very firm opinion on one game that he watched and one game that he didn't. <laughs> and I'm just going to I'm gonna go with him. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what they look like, but based on the numbers, it seems to it me. It seems like the if. Patriots are the balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So they got to the... Uh, Christian in L.A. is about Sorry, to the four, it was the 44-yard line when they had that drive Pittsburgh had going. So, yeah, yeah it was similar yeah, to last moving. week. Yeah, you know, they were, they were moving. Yeah. Christian, go ahead. You're on the Patriots postgame show. What's up? Yeah, yeah. Hey, you guys. I don't think I've ever uh, saw a game that I was so disappointed to win. We just – I don't think that – to me, I, it, we could have lost. It looked, I'm, what, I'm still absolutely confused with the play calling – why there's several guys running the same exact route, it seems like. On, they're on top of each other. We won by happenstance, and I know you guys are laughing and having a good time, but that's really not good enough. What, what's going on? What, what do you guys really see? Uh, I, I, I see an offense that's still figuring things out, like you said, and like we've talked about now two or three times, Christian. You know, Some of the routes seem to be uh, getting in the way of each other. I think they're, they're trying to find some rhythm. Um, and I think you're going to take your victories where you can find them, whether it's that last drive, whether it's a couple of the stops yeah. that the defense made, and you're going to have to take some, you're going to have to take some small victories here in the first part of this season, and and enjoy the win. You know they they did yeah. what they had to do to beat a, a team that is probably not very good and will prove itself to be right. not very good for the rest of this season. But this, I, I think we had all kind of made peace with with the fact that if this was going to be a successful season, it was going to build toward that they weren't going to come out of the gate yeah. and blow doors so you got to take your victories where you can find them and a right. couple of instances today they looked better than they did last week and if they yeah. can continue to i don't know if it's going to be enough for next week against baltimore or the week after against green bay but for right now uh i'm i'm not gonna i i'm not going to look past what they did better right. today and i'm well, not going to look past the right. winning i'm not a big fan like well, I, i'm not against telling you that well they won but i'm not like I, i've done that yeah i sure. don't think today was one of those yeah i think today they did a lot thing a lot of things better than pittsburgh did them and i think the yeah. game was kind of deceptively close on the school board i felt the patriots were going right, to win that game throughout the second half it bothers me that that pittsburgh was terrible and we just can't take advantage of a terrible team. So for me, next week is really my barometer. See, but Pittsburgh's Baltimore, not terrible. This is what, I, I think this is the second week in a row we're completely discrediting the other team. Pittsburgh's not terrible. They're not great, but they're not terrible. That's a good road win today. That's a good, solid road win, a okay. game that you had to have. You guys take it. I'm waiting for next week. We should well, so so <laughs> all, so the only the games that you d- deem like worthy of uh, of being no uh, who, who what what if what is Baltimore? They just allowed like 35 points in the second half to the right. team that you think stinks last week. So are they any good? Is Baltimore any good? Maybe they stink too. That's why I said next week is my barometer. If we beat Baltimore, which we should now based on their, their secondary, then I'm, then I'm happy to say, okay, we're building towards something. I'm, I'm, I'm just not seeing. So in other words, it's impossible yet. for the Patriots to succeed because everybody stinks. Baltimore's secondary now stinks, I guess, because – Tua, a guy you think sucks, lit him up today. So that means the other team sucks. You can never just credit the team that makes the plays in this in this world. I like, that, I can credit a team that looks like they have the fundamentals down, and we still don't look like we have the fundamentals down. If you, you guys can disagree if you want, but I was watching the game, and we just don't look like the team that I'm used to seeing the discipline. Because the they're coach. not the team you're used to seeing. All of those players aren't here anymore. I'm not talking about players. I'm talking about discipline. I'm talking about fundamentals. I'm talking about good coaching. 
when you have three guys in the same area that the pass is going to, that's not good coaching. Come on. I Listen, I'm not telling you this was a game that you should save for the archives. I said before the game, I don't think it's going to be a game that's going to get re-aired on NFL Network anytime soon. It will not be an instant classic. But right. they did enough. They're not that good. That's the problem is everybody compares it to the Brady Patriots. Yeah. This team is not, not that it, good. It, it so you're going to have a delay a game. Play. You're going to have some penalties. You're going to have some misplays. It's going to happen. Why? Because okay. they're not can that you, good. Can you guys give us fans at least a little bit of – look, we went through 20 years of absolute excellence. This is like our third year. We're still like in shock that we're not – Three years and you're still in shock? <laughs> we, we, we have the same coach, right? We have the same coaches, right? Basically. Right. Yeah, so what? So what is that telling you? What is that telling you about what's important? That it wasn't the coaching. That it wasn't all coaching, the way it was given credit. Yeah. Belichick's right. a great coach, but it wasn't all him, yeah. the way you were browbeaten yeah. into believing. Yeah. That's what it's telling you. Yeah. Christian. Told, and you know what it really tells me? And you guys are right. I'm going to admit you guys are right. When I stated last year that there's, a, there's something about the Patriot way, and you guys quickly admonished me about that, using the word, the Patriot way, now I get what you guys are saying. There is no such thing. Yeah. Well, there, there is. There are certainly. And Christian, thanks for the call. Thank you for calling back. Yeah. And call next week too. Um, thanks, Christian. Um, Christian's a regular. He calls all the time. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. one of us. I know. He's. It's great. I. I. I love anybody I, that can get Paul going. Um, but the fact play that a role for the show. Whatever. Whatever there is about the Patriot way, there are things that Belichick has been doing for a long time, and even some of those things are changing. You know he is he's changing his attitude. That's another great point. And philosophies towards certain players and certain aspects of the game. But a the lot of the Patriot. Well, first of all, Belichick will be the first to tell you there's no such thing. That's why we say there's no such thing. A. But a lot of the things that were supposedly sort of tied to that are no longer all that relevant in the NFL. Yeah. You know, like just don't you know don't beat yourself. Uh, make them go the long way the field. Like keep everything in front of you. No, offenses now are gifted enough to do that; those sorts of things. And you need to find a way to make a play. It's not just about, you know, making them go 12 plays to go down the field and score. Good offenses will do that, right? Yeah. You know, it, you know stop the run, run the ball like that. Eh. Eh. I think the game is changing. Uh, Brandon in Atlanta is back on the line. Brandon, are you there this time? I love the way Hardy says yes, that. Yes, sir. My, my, I apologize. My phone died <laughs> on me. I, I had to call back, though. I appreciate, I'm glad you did. What's up? Stop it. Yes, sir. So, yeah, I'm I'm not as fired up as Christian. I, like, I'm not really – like, this game is only week two. We got a lot of games to go, obviously. Um, I mean, I kind of agree with him that we still are – like, next week – I do agree next week will be a good barometer, but I also – think that I agree with Paul that this was a you know a game that we needed and that we won and it, it wasn't an easy game to win it probably should have been easier but there's some it, things that yeah I, 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 I won't tell you this was a great you know a lot of great performance I mean Mike yeah. this this one Brock Matt, Brock Matt memories the way they responded in 2014 <laughs> when they were no I'm not telling you yeah, that yeah. I'm not telling you that and I, and I'm I just telling you that it was better than last week yeah that's but all I'm saying I, think that I personally think the defense is decent I think that, again, uh, it'll be a good barometer because Lamar Jackson is a star, and they got some decent weapons, Mark Andrews and everything like that. Um, I just don't get the offense. And I'm like, you know, it's week two. We're not going to really get the offense now because it's like tight end. The tight ends aren't really in the in the two. Uh, in, well, tonight, I mean, today, you know, Johnny Smith had a drop and Hunter 
uh, Henry was, you know, invisible today. So I just don't know what's going on. And, and I, on that play to, to uh, John U. Smith, I was like, I, it just didn't make any sense to me because I'm like, I know, you need, you know, it's, it's a short yardage. It was like third and two. I was like, why not just give it to Ramondre? He out there, you know, he's, he's a grown man. Like, he was moving the, the pile. And, and like, I just, I didn't get that play call. And, I mean, like I said, though, uh, at the end of the day, one and one is much better than zero and two. So I'm not, I'm I'm happy with the win. But yeah, we got to look much better going into yeah. the next few weeks. Yeah, I get uh, it. Yeah, I get that. Baltimore, I get yeah. Green I, Bay, even the Jets now and the Dolphins. I mean, that's obviously further down the list. But yeah, I, I still don't know. I, like I don't know if we're a playoff team. I don't know if we're. I don't know. Brand, I, I'm, Brand, I'm Brandon, happy. that's that. That's the whole point. We still don't know. And Belichick, you know, I, I, I used to think he, you know, he said this as a way of kind of deflecting and not answering questions. You really don't know what kind of team you have until week uh, seven or eight. I think he's right, and I think with this team, they they probably won't know for a couple more weeks. Really, you know how good they can be and what and what they'll be capable of. There's too many too many guys learning the job right now. I just go back to what I said at the top. I feel like it's kind of the same game as last week, and the Patriots made a couple extra plays, and I give them credit for making those plays, but do I feel like this changed anything I really think about this team? Not really. Not really. That's kind of the same same stuff. You know, it had a good first right. drive. Then so they you're went probably stagnant. closer to Christian than I am. I am, but I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't really – you know, I, I, I think I'm still leaving the door open for them to, you know, progress, but, you know, at the same time, it's uh, this is what the Patriots are when they play – they don't lose the turnover battle. They don't make that critical mistake. And, and at the end, they stepped up and, and made some plays at the end and to, to close it out and you know to make the runs at the end to, to get the first down to seal it. So I don't, not much different. And, I mean, good to it's win. Just, but. It's so close. Like, so the turnover battle, that's so important. You, you win it basically in the span of three plays. You throw a, a sure pick that is dropped, and two plays later you punt, and the guy drops the punt. So instead of... You know, being minus one in the turnover and having the other team with the ball in scoring territory, you're plus one with the turnover and you're inside the ten. That I mean, like it doesn't get much more of a, you know, a game deciding sequence than those three plays. Well, there was one play yeah. in between those those two potential I mean, turnovers. You know, say the same thing Bill said last week. It came down to three plays. Yeah, I mean, except that's for the, what except that this was a three point game where yeah. you know <laughs> it's yeah. a little bit more even than last week, but. Yeah. Uh, Brandon did say uh, one thing that kind of echoes what what Bertrand had said, which is you know I I like one and one a lot better than zero and two. Bertrand said he thinks there's a big difference between zero and four and one and three. And I'm not punting on the next two games against Baltimore and Green Bay, but there's something to that. Having picked up a win in this well, first stretch of game, I can see you both disagree already. I think there's. A bigger, a much bigger difference between zero and two and one and one than there is one and three and zero and four. Really? Yeah. But I, I mean, I also think that a, a one and three team, at least maybe you had some kind of moment where the team said, "Hey, we did something right today." Whereas if you're zero and four, like I wonder where the team psychology, how different the team psychology sure. is. Sure, of, you could, you know, you, you get, get to that guys, point where you're like, "We haven't yeah, done anything." I get, you guys win. could sell me on that. It's just, it, and it really, it has it has nothing more to do than if you just want to play it out for the rest of the season. There's plenty of zero and two teams that go on to you know have a a respectable season after that kind of a start. You can point to numerous examples. How many zero and four teams end up having a respectable season? 
Not many. Oh. At 0-4. At at Moral one victory in, at the end where you win the last three games and yeah. you feel like you're building something for that. No, 1-3, I mean, uh, there exists the, at so least the hope that you can have so, a respectable season. So you just chastised me for being a slave to numbers. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, yes. 0-4, worse than 0-2. In terms I, of the, I, I re, Even I have a hard time arguing that one. Yes, 0-4, worse than 0-2. You know what? I will take that break right now, Matt Morrell, <laughs> because I have something I need to talk to Paul about privately. <laughs> fight <laughs> what's the matter you need to read i don't know i'm gonna tell you so- <laughs> something about somebody uh how about cyber reason the whole reason why we're here doing this patriots post game show the presenters of the patriots post game cyber reason great defenders don't just play on the field they're also protecting your company and data cyber reason on a mission to end a ransomware and keep your business undefeated against cyber attacks learn more at cyberreason.com slash ransom TouchView Interactive is here to support your hybrid learning, distance learning, and video conferencing needs with easy-to-use tools that allow end-users to collaborate, interact, and present seamlessly. TouchView Interactive offers a comprehensive line of accessories and software to support your audiovisual needs. Outfit your classrooms and presentation spaces with the future of interactive display technology. Visit touchview.com for more info. Offered by The Oakers Company. Celebrating 100 years of service and support. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. TouchView Interactive is here to support your hybrid learning, distance learning, and video conferencing needs with easy-to-use tools that allow end-users to collaborate, interact, and present seamlessly. TouchView Interactive offers a comprehensive line of accessories and software to support your audiovisual needs. Outfit your classrooms and presentation spaces with the future of interactive display technology. Visit touchview.com for more info. Offered by The Oakers Company. Celebrating 100 years of service and support. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. Good news for the Patriots, though. Bengals playing, I mean, the Steelers playing oh, yeah, uh, tired. overtime yeah, uh, yeah. in week one. Yeah, we got them right where we want them. Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. No, it's not Hardy. It's, it's Pauly and Deuce. Uh, <laughs> prophetic, though, Mike. Yeah. I talked about the overtime and the physical toll it would take what happened in the last five minutes today i, I, I don't know patriots ran it right oh, down their throat do i exactly. have to do i have to lead the whole i forgot about and that drink for them? <laughs> i don't know what the, be- the best period about. Were Jimmy the G best period of that game today for the patriots was the last drive when the four minute offense put the game away it was yep. like six minutes and change i think they melted off the clock to end it yep yep couple couple you know? defensive stops but then you know maybe, running the ball. maybe that was it maybe they were tired maybe the, the you know it was a hot day in pittsburgh yeah a lot of sun 
probably worth uh, worth another look to at, at some of those runs on the end just to see how they're doing it. I, you know, I, it was hard. Looked to, like to a keep lot track, of straightforward, regular, you know, the yeah, gap yeah, runs gap that we talked. about. I didn't yeah. see any of the outside zone Patriot. schemes. Oh, that was loud. I mean, I'm you know, I don't want to intrude on the uh, yeah, that looks like the fraudulence of the all twenty twos, but on there. I I don't really, I mean, I don't really remember seeing a whole lot of uh, anything other than straightforward, uh, you know. Get a hat on a hat, hat Mike. On a hat hat on a hat, running you're, game. I mean, you're talking my language now. I, right? I didn't like that slide right there by Damian Harris. I didn't uh, get it. I know. He probably could have gotten the first, I thought. Right. I think the first down ends the game. You set up a third yeah. and three. It was weird. And he just wasn't that close to the sideline where that's a concern. Just slid on his bum. I don't, I'm not sure what was going on there. All right. Let's go back to the phones here. Uh, 855-PATS-500 to join us here on the Patriots postgame show. Pats get the win today. Over the Steelers in Pittsburgh, 17-14. We go to Daniel in Springfield. Daniel, what's up? Hey, good afternoon, fellas. How you doing? Good, good. Based off everything I'm hearing from all the callers, we all have our valid um, statements on based off performance. Last week's performance was a complete um, cluster. You know, I'm not going to finish the words, but uh, there was too many, too many kitchens, you know, two chefs, what I mean, and today everyone did their job. Today, everyone did their job. Their second week on the road, the performance was 100 times better than last week. Uh, everyone did come to play. There was a little bit of, uh, you know, wide receivers to end up together, you know, a little confusion. Still early. I think we're going to go 2-2, two and two, not 1-3 and three or anything worse than that. I think we're going to have a 2-2. Two and two. Baltimore had a pretty good game today. They had a tough loss. And see, coming in next week, our defense, it's going to be very questionable. So I think Bill Belichick is going to do a really good job of getting our defense prepared for next week. Okay. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Very positive. Um, I think that I think they're facing a, a different animal next week. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I'm ready to even jump into that, tackle that one yet. Um, I, I mean, again, I just say I, I don't think it was all that that much different this week. But they they you know they need to continue to make strides. They need to. I mean, I think they made some baby steps in some important areas this week, namely, you know, kind of max comfort in the pocket. And, and certainly I think getting the win will help give them some confidence, hopefully, in, in, in what they're trying to do. Um, I think they really needed that. And, you know, even though it wasn't, you know, totally perfect, I think they did enough good things that, that there are pieces to take. I think last week you were kind of searching for those good pieces to build off of. This week I feel like, you know, you got the win. Maybe they weren't quite you know it still wasn't this incredible amount of things like hey we did this we did that we did but i think they did enough that that they have some things to, to work off of and, and but they just they gotta they gotta continue to get better if they're gonna you know continue to compete with these better teams going forward uh let's go to uh colin in the bay area colin you're on with uh deuce and perillo and hardy here on the patriots post game show what's up colin hey guys how's it going good good uh, so I thought this game was a little bit better than last week, for sure. It was more enjoyable to watch. But are you guys worried about Mac Jones' deep ball? I feel like he threw an interception on the exact same play that he did the week before. Yeah. And it just doesn't look great when he throws it deep. Yeah, I don't think he throws a good deep ball. I mean, I don't know what else. No, I'll, he I hasn't mean. really been hitting on him. I mean, he did hit a, hit on a couple, I think, in training camp where, where the guys were actually, you know, had a step and, and he was able to hit them. Um, but I, it's just that there's so many contested. This one is now. thrown to the wrong side. Yeah. If he throws that ball over 41 side, the linebacker Spillane that's trailing, I think he has a chance to make the catch. 
He throws it to the inside uh, and allows Fitzpatrick to come over. I think he may not have recognized that the safety was there, but um, it's not a great throw. That That's not a great throw right there that gets picked off. Is that just something we're going to have to like take out of the playbook? Or you guys think you could work on that? We think we could. No, I don't want to take. I don't want to take anything out of the playbook. I mean, you have to be able to throw the ball down the field, right? I mean, you threw one up at the end of the half and got a touchdown out of it. And I'm not going to yeah. tell you that's a great deep ball by Matt. That play was 1,000 percent about Nelson Aguilar. Yeah. So I'm not it's telling totally you, oh, well, he can't throw, he can't throw the deep ball. No, like that was a great play by Aguilar. But you have to be able to throw the ball down the field. Yeah. If you don't, you end up looking like Pittsburgh today. Yeah, I, I, how'd you I, like that I, offense with no <laughs> downfield passing? I mean, I flipped. I mean, I, last week we were, you know, talking about the the going at Parker for the contested catch. I mean, I feel like they they probably have too much confidence in it right now because it seems like he thinks anytime Parker's covered, he's not, and he he just there, there needs to be more separation downfield for those plays. It's just you're, you're living. I mean, you've seen it the first two weeks. It's a perfect example. Basically the same throw, same route. You know, it's just one time it gets deflected to them, the other time you make the miraculous catch. Right. Not sustainable. You got you got to find more more sustainable methods of, of offense downfield. Colin, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Let's go to Robin in Fort Lauderdale. Robin, what's up? Yes, guys. Um, here here's my take today. Uh, you know, obviously I would like a professional offensive coordinator on on our on our team here. We have Joe Judge, we have Patricia, but these are two guys that the two orga- the two organizations thought were good enough to be head coaches. So there, there must be something in those in these guys. So yeah, it's not ideal, but Matt Patricia, you know, say what you want. He's a great def- defensive coordinator. Joe Judge is a great special teams coordinator. Why can't they be great offensive coordinators, great off- offensive quarterback coaches, offensive line people? Football is football, so. I'm coming around a little bit. I'm going to give him a chance. I'm going to be a little patient, unlike my fellow Patriot fans out there. I'm going to see how this thing works out, and uh, hopefully it goes well. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, patience is something that you can, you know, you can afford. To, uh, for how long? How long will you be patient? Uh, well, two more games? Them, yeah, they bought themselves uh, some time. Two today, more but. months? Two more Two more seasons? I, I, I mean, it's this is... Everyone has a different level of patience. After 20 years with Tom Brady, uh, a lot of people had, uh, which to me is remarkable, zero patience. They wanted to keep the ball rolling. They still got Belichick here. He's still got a lot of it's the Patriot way. It's still the same uniforms, you know, same logo. You know, you got to win. You got to go back to the Super Bowl. You know, other people, I guess, are a little more in touch with the 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 notion that you may be, you know. But more like other teams in the NFL now than you have been for a long, long time. Yeah, I mean, I think they bought themselves. You know, every time they they win a game here in September and October, they're going to buy themselves some time. But you know, I, ultimately, I just I want to see them peaking at the end of the year, and 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 I'm hopeful that you know they'll be in position to make a run and to get into the playoffs. And you know, who knows? I mean, maybe the offense will develop, and by the end of the season, they'll be putting up 30 points, you know, a game. But you know, seven last week. 17 this week it was a little bit you know you needed some help on i was gonna say so, and seven gifted to you so you know it's it's about points and that's you know you can say hey i got belief and hope but like they they got a score and, and you're seeing from the scores around the league today that you know there are a lot of offenses out there that that can produce points on their own without you know needing to have millimeter by millimeter contested catches or muff punts deep inside your own territory like they're gonna have to start to produce themselves and you know, it still seems like a, a long ways to go, even with coming out of a win today. 
Uh, how about uh, Joe, who is in Pittsburgh and leaving the game right now? Joe, what's up? How you doing, gentlemen? How you doing? Did you get a terrible towel? Used to talking to Hardy on 98.5. I tried to call you guys when Paul was on this show the other day, and I couldn't get through. Oh, a lot uh, of people trying to get yeah. through when uh, Paulie Paul's on oh, uh, 98.5. Paulie, we'll be hearing from him no more. Yeah, we appreciate you, Paul. We appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, it was a good game, but, uh, you know, it seemed like, you know, watching from the stands, there was a lot of times in which Aguilar was beating this guy one-on-one, and we were taking a lot of the checkdowns, not going through all the reads. Uh, it seemed like on the deep ball, too, if he threw it harder, you know, his, his balls really tend to kind of hang up in there. It really gives the safety an advantage coming to the ball versus your receiver, you know? Yeah, I, I just Something think it was inaccurate. I think he threw it over the wrong shoulder. That, yeah, uh, that's what I think the problem was. Ball. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was. it's not ideal. Like, I don't think I, Mike had him on his bad list, right? Yeah. I don't. I don't think he was great today. I don't think he was great today. I thought his presence in the pocket was better than last week. That's what I'll take yeah. away from it and on the positive side. And last thing, guys, I really hope that we retain Jacoby Meyer. Yeah. yeah he's well, a, he's a valuable part, piece, though. and he certainly seems to be the, the guy that Mac has the most faith in. Those third downs to start the uh, game all went his way. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he – I don't know if he's the guy either, but uh, right now it's the closest thing you got to a guy being the guy. It's, I mean, it's, it's Jacoby Myers, it's Nelson Aguilar, and then it's a whole bunch of conversation about right. who's going to be able to provide what. Yeah, I, I, I love the point. I mean, it's just I, I'm just so impressed with the way Jacoby's prom- you know, he, he's he's delivered in each of these years that he's played here, and it's been different circumstances every single year, different offenses, different quarterbacks. Um, you know, on a team that there's not a lot of guys right now that, you know, have earned second contracts that have done enough to, you know, in their eyes to be a long-term building piece. It's like, what what more does that guy have to prove to you that he can be an effective part of your offense no matter what's around him, no matter who's throwing him the ball, no matter who the offensive coordinator is? So. I, I'm totally on board with, with keeping him around and, and keeping at least some safety blanket for Mac and not have to make him next year go through another kind of crazy turnover without any of his pieces. Have we talked about Hunter Henry today? Uh, yes. Mike mentioned quiet it a little day. bit. Quiet yeah, very day. quiet day. Quiet he had the one, I think very he only had quiet. one ball thrown to him, and yeah. he wasn't looking. Where are, they, are they? It almost seems part of like I, I mean, it's just it's so weird that Is those three guys. I don't think so. I don't. Wasn't so. on the injury report, right? I, right. I can't. I'm, I was trying to remember. Was there something at the end of uh, the the game against Miami? There was nothing with Hunter Henry, right? No, no. But I mean, it, it, I don't know. It's it's. I mean, in some ways, it's good that Aguilar produced in a way that you're like, this makes you feel good about him. But at the same time, you know, you have those other guys. I mean, I, I think Paul's. I'm not so concerned. I mean, I think Parker. It is what it is with him. It's they're throwing it up to him when he's covered, and and right now it's not really connecting. Um, yeah, at least the other two are connecting. When the other two are are, are connecting. So. I, I don't know. It's it's. Uh, I think I find it m- more concerning with like Janu, who it seems like now it's it's kind of s- remaining where it was last year after you know a little bit of maybe optimism this summer about him having a, a better second year here. At least he was targeted three times. Uh, Henry, it's yeah. like I, I I don't remember seeing I him. I think Paul's. there was only one target yeah, that I can one. that I can recall. I just agree with Paul's point about it. Never looks easy with him. I just I I, I can't for the life of me figure yeah. out why Johnny or Hunter Johnny Smith. Yeah. I, I just can't for the life of me figure out why they can't run a play to him 
where you know he just he never looks comfortable where they're getting the ball to him. It looks like it's always a weird catch that kind of, and then he just has to like run angry to get anything out of it. Well, by know? virtue of the position, I think a lot of tight ends look that way. Other guys just you know you're you're used you kind of get used to seeing it. Out and yeah, he's more like a horizontal guy too. Like he's always running the crossers and the little screens to the side. It's never like up the seam like other tight ends a lot of times. Like Gronk was, you but know, even comparing ahead. him to like two of the greatest, if you're yeah. talking about Gronk or Travis Kelsey, when that with these guys, it's like it's not pretty, it's not ballet when these guys, you know, catch the ball and then get yards afterward. But they're doing it with Henry today. It's like you didn't even try. That's where he was. Man, right. that's, that's weird. It's a, a good question. Weird. That's right. a good point. Uh, Todd in Greenville, what's up, Todd? Hey guys, I think you need to change your order to bad, injured, good, so you can talk about the big things that happened <laughs> in the game. That way people will know that you're saying good things, because I think they forget. And then <laughs> they complain about you guys being on the team all the time, and you're really not. No, no, right? we, we, we spent a fair amount of time on the good today. And, and, and you uh, did. And, and even the bad, we Record didn't... extended. Well... <laughs> We no, did. We, we we didn't go crazy with the bads either. It was, it was a bit of a repeat from last week, where I I don't think any of us were super high on anyone on the good list, with the with the exception of maybe Myers and and Aguilar. We weren't super down on anyone. No, I, I, right. I, I mean, just a, there's an overall malaise. Yeah, good word. Just a quick thing. I I think that what I stood out for me was team speed and tackling on, on defense this game. They seemed to move quicker. They were better tracking down the QB. That They stuck with the receivers a little bit better. I really like that. So Anyway, I'll let you guys go so you can get another caller. Thanks, All right, guys. Thanks, Bye. Todd. Appreciate yeah, it. I mean, Thank and that's you. one of those questions. Is that because the other team had slower players than the one you faced last week? So did you look like you were faster because the guys you were chasing around were slower? Yeah. You know, Claypool is a good player, but he's not a burner. Yeah. You know, Deontay Johnson's quick. You know, Fryermuth is not going to scare you, you know, with his, with his athleticism. Najee Harris, I think, is a terrific all-around back, but I don't think he's explosive. The speed didn't really stand out to me. Maybe no. a little bit with Magnum, but the tackling, I, I agree with him Tackling's on that been point. good both and weeks. Yeah, I thought, and I thought they were pretty pretty tough up front. I mean, there wasn't a lot of, of, of blown assignments in, in, in up front in the run game, that kind of thing. Run uh, defense has little room been here, good. here and there, but I, I think physically they're, they've been pretty good up front, and, and I like that. I want to grab Dave in New Mexico here before we take a quick hey break. Man. Dave, where are you at, where are you at New Mexico, hey Dave? Sandia Park, New Mexico. Ooh, very nice. Beautiful. Uh, you ever hiked the La Luna? You ever hiked the La Luna Trail, there, Dave? The moon, absolutely. The, yeah. moon, the moon trail, right? Oh, uh, the moon. Oh, hey, yeah. Oh, good. Deuce. I have like an observation and a question for you guys. And the positive, first of all, is great to see the Patriots get a W today. Uh, one thing that frustrates me about Mac, and not to throw him under the bus, his decision making is just it's it's so apprehensive. It's it's frustrating watching him. And then a question for you guys: uh, When might that time period not uh, where you might say maybe Mac isn't our quarterback of the future? And I'll take it off here. And again, thanks for one. taking my call. <laughs> What's the inflection point? Um, I mean, I, he's definitely got through this year. I mean, you know, I, I think I, it's I, mean, I think it's another year. He, yeah, I think it'd be three years. I mean, it's. I mean, he's in a really hard position this year. I feel like it's it, you know we yep. certainly, um, but you know at the same time. I need to see some growth this year, you know, especially, I mean, I said it before, it's, he's, he's had a bunch of games that, you know, in a row that haven't been overwhelming production, you know, today was okay again, but, but still, you know, dropped interception, a couple pre-snap penalties where communication, not getting guys on the same page. So 
I think he's got a, a little ways to go for like sure. That word apprehensive too. Sorry, Hardy. Yeah, um, yeah. Just I think that's accurate. I think he looks a little unsure of what he's seeing at times. Again, I thought it was better today than last week. Last week, I really thought it was a problem. Today, it was only periodic. I thought it was better, especially at the start of the game. I thought he looked better. But I do wonder, in that comment that you talked about in the pregame show from Mike Giardi by Jacoby Myers, like, we have confidence, but we're not always maybe as confident in the plan. And I wonder if there's a lot of Uh, apprehension with the plan. I just I don't have a problem with where they are with Mac Jones right now. And I'm not saying that he's going to be the guy here for the next 10, 12 years. But, you know, we were just looking at Kyler Murray on the screen there. And how much money did they spend on Kyler Murray's contract? Right. A lot of money. And do you see anything indicative of him being worth that money? No, they look. I mean, they look like they're in disarray right now. I mean, the Cardinals. They're down seventeen nothing to the Raiders. They're driving uh, now, but uh, they look like uh, they had a, a very lackluster opener uh, against Kansas City, where they did nothing, and now they they are they're in trouble again. That's the problem. That's why I said, like, probably after year three, if you're three years in and you don't know. Then you probably don't have the guy. Oh. Yeah, and I, re- I really, for the most part, despise contract talk in terms of all that stuff because I think the cap, for the most part, is is crap and it doesn't have a lot to do with it. But when you know when you got contracts going out the door, to, my my favorite one, you know, from this last off season is Deshaun Watson. Money he's getting. I, everybody's convinced he can still play the play the position at the highest level in the league to warrant that kind of money. Well, that guy hasn't played in two years. Yeah. So that's like the whole thing with Lamar Jackson. I know they lost today, but he was outstanding again, um, put a ton of points on the board in defeat. I mean, you, you put 38 points on the board, you're supposed to win, right? Um, you know, he turned down a big contract, and uh, that's a tough one, like, to me for, for Baltimore because I know the way he plays, right? Right. And the way he plays, you, you, you can – Easily look at that if you're Baltimore and say, three years down the line, this might not look the same. And, and so there's, there's an issue, but he wants Deshaun Watson money. He wants, he wants that guaranteed money, right. and he's more accomplished than Deshaun Watson. Right. If you ask me who I would take at their best, those two, I would take Watson because I think he's almost every bit the runner, but he's a better passer, I think. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. But, but you know, but Jackson is more accomplished than Watson. He's done more in the league than Watson. Watson was unbelievable the last year he played. They went 4-12. and 12. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm with you, Paul. If I'm Baltimore, it's like the way you play and the way we've asked you to play, we're, you know, we got to handle this. Oh, we're not yeah. going to guarantee you more than $140 million. Yeah. You know, forgive us if we tap out at that, at that number in terms of guaranteed money because we're not sure if you're going to be able to play in three years. It's just so tough at that position because you're just kind of stuck with the year you stink and the year you end up at the top of the draft, who's the quarterback that you get to take? And, you know, for better or worse, you're kind of married to that guy. And then, you you know, in a few years, you're going to have to make a decision. Unless you keep Now do Garopp- we give him that second contract? Unless you keep Garoppolo tough. on the roster. Right. And well, then they're, they're, all they're the exception <laughs> to the rule. Well, I, you know, oh, by the way, they're up 20 to nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all he does is win. Uh, I, I would just say one more thing that I was thinking about, Mac. And, and, and Paul said this a lot, and I think it's really, really borne itself out. It's just that he needs to prove to me that he can win when everything isn't perfect. And I just, you know, I don't think you can be a franchise, long-term, potential Super Bowl-winning quarterback until you get to the point where you can win in spite of things not being perfect. You know, and that's that's what I that's my biggest question with him. And it's and, you know, it was, it was proven again today that when you win the turnover battle, you know, your defense gets the stops that it needs to get. You're not really Mike, put into the fire. You're leading the no. game almost throughout. You led the game the entirety yep. of the second half. Yep. What happens when it's not like that? Yep. Right. Basically, we have one example, that Houston game last year, where they were able to rally. That's it. That's and otherwise, it. it and I, I, I think it might have been 
might have been Zach. It was either Zach or, or Chris Mason, one of, one of the beat guys. He just he posted, you know, a, a thing where it was literally their record by you know like turnovers. And when they don't turn the ball over and they win the turn, they are great. When they turn the ball over, they stink. So. You know, it's just you got to break out of that funk. It's so predictable now based on what the play is of, of how they're probably going to do. And, and the, the until he p- makes those plays, I, I don't know. And the other part of that is what happens when the other team scores some points. Like that's the other part of that graphic that I saw today is when, when I think 22 or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, they almost never win. And it's like, and, you know, not to you know compare it to the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history, but, I mean, it's like in a lot of ways that sums up how difficult the Patriots were and you know, 20 to three, but that's one example, but there are plenty of other examples where they were down. It didn't look good. I mean, you could go right down the list of all the different games where they're losing with three, five, four minutes left in the game and they somehow pull it out. Those are just the things we have not seen Mac do yet. And those, those are the ones that, that for me, I need to see to really feel like this is a guy that's going to be here, you know, 10 years and contracts and all that kind of stuff. All right, let's uh, step aside here and then we'll come back. We'll hear from the head coach and the quarterback, Still to come here, 17-14 win over the Steelers in Pittsburgh today. It's the Patriots post game here, presented by Cyber Reason. TouchView Interactive is here to support your hybrid learning, distance learning, and video conferencing needs with easy-to-use tools that allow end users to collaborate, interact, and present seamlessly. TouchView Interactive offers a comprehensive line of accessories and software to support your audiovisual needs. Outfit your classrooms and presentation spaces with the future of interactive display technology. Visit touchview.com for more info. Offered by the Oakers Company. Celebrating 100 years of service and support. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. TouchView Interactive is here to support your hybrid learning, distance learning, and video conferencing needs with easy-to-use tools that allow end users to collaborate, interact, and present seamlessly. TouchView Interactive offers a comprehensive line of accessories and software to support your audiovisual needs. Outfit your classrooms and presentation spaces with the future of interactive display technology. Visit touchview.com for more info. Offered by the Oakers Company. Celebrating 100 years of service and support. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. Six months ago, no one knew what a wide zone was, and now everyone's like, well, the wide zone, we're doing the wide zone. <laughs> I so agree. They don't know. I like, so what agree are you talking that. about? Like, <laughs> Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. All right, a couple of calls before we hear from the coach. Does that sound uh, good with you, Matt? He likes it. Oh, I see, I see. All right, Jeff, Jeff, very, very quickly here, Melvin in Tennessee. Melvin, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on? Hey, Melvin. Hey. Um, you know, I, I, just like you all said, I don't feel that much better about the team, really. But the pre-snap penalties is something that, no matter how much I see of it, is just going to be – I almost got to accept it, but they have to clean it up. They have no chance to beat those good teams as they continue to do stuff like that. And one thing that kind of bothered me at the end of maybe the half was I think Jalen Mills was – I felt like he was playing like a little lazy and letting somebody sneak behind him trying to make those catches. Um, I agree. It, there was too much room on some of those plays. Mike and I were watching that as we were in the uh, 
in the club getting ready. They, they in the club. They were about a a, a a blade of grass away from being in field goal range. That right. that second catch that Pickens on, I yeah. think it was Pickens. It yeah. might have been Johnson on the sideline. The throw yeah. was just a Johnson little wide, but yeah. there was yep. he was wide open. Yeah, a little inside. He might have got yeah. It was just annoying because, I mean, you got over there late, you're playing around, and then you kind of played, and then you could see him turn and then almost relax. And the ball was, I mean, right there. If not, that would have been an easy point. In a game, a rock fight like that, you know, a field goal is, is, is irrelevant. So yeah. Same issue kind of, last week before the half, too. Other than that, that's it. All that's right, Melvin. I got to go. Appreciate it. Thanks. Right. Yeah, you know, we got to get to the head coach here. So let's do that before we uh, do anything else here. Bill Belichick, after the 17-14 win against the Steelers in Pittsburgh today, here's the head coach. Uh, well, that was, a, that was a good team win for us. Um, you know, really proud of the way the guys competed here. This is a great, uh, you know, football city, football environment, uh, a lot of energy in the stadium today, and um, you know, I thought our guys responded to it well. Um, you know, good plays in all three areas of the game. Um, you know, Pittsburgh's tough, like they always are, and uh, you know, we battled back and forth with them. But um, I thought that our play there in the fourth quarter was, you know, we came up with some big plays, two big three and out stops, and then you know, held the ball for the last uh, whatever it was, six minutes of the game, and you know, we were able to, to run it out and kneel on it. So um, some good, good football when we when we needed it the most. Um, you know, a lot of guys contributed. I mean, can't, could sit here and rattle them all off, but obviously, you know, offense, defense, special teams, we got we got good contributions in all three areas, and you know, it's good good complimentary football. We closed out the game, coach, at the end, especially the offensive line, opening up holes. How important was that? Yeah, it was great to be able to to hang on to the ball at the end there. Um, you know, our backs ran hard, and and our line gave them some space to run. You know, we were able to, you know, control. I don't know, was it three first downs or something like that, whatever it was. But you know, I think it was a little over six minutes when we got the ball back. So, yeah, that, that's the way he always wanted to end up kneeling the ball. That's that's the best way to win. So, they did a great job. Coach, can you talk about the um, you know, the Steelers said openly last week they wanted to take more deep shots down the field. They wanted to open it up after throwing for less than two hundred yards last week. They weren't able to do that. Um, what do you think your defense was able to do so well against their offense to kind of still force them into those check down passes? Uh, well, they they made some yards on that. I mean, they, um, you know, Mitch did a good job of taking uh, Najee on some of those check downs, and you know they had some some gains there. He read the defense well. We were back there, and and he dropped it off. So, um, yeah, if they asked them, you know, exactly what what the, they were reading and that kind of thing, but you know, I thought they they took their check downs and. Certainly hit us on the perimeter with uh, you know Johnson and Firemuth at the touchdown, uh, you know, and some and the checkdowns to, to Harris probably were a little more productive for him than the than the running game was. Um, but you know he's good back, he's a tough matchup, and you know, all those guys are tough. Both the big play uh, Mac to Nelson, how significant was that? Yeah, Nelly went, did a great job going up there and and uh, taking the ball. Um, you know, it's good. Good job by you know Mac giving the receiver a chance to to go get it and and Nelly you know Nelly came down with it so um, yeah that was a huge play for us was, we had a chance for a you know swing there at the half but you know we weren't able to get the field goal in the third quarter but um, it was the right idea we just you know just got to do a little better job there finishing the drive at the start of the third quarter. You mentioned seeing a big improvement from Nelson Aguilar during the summer. Did you see those improvements play out here? 
Yeah, he, he's been good all year. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you want to judge guys on one play or one game. We got a lot of snaps, and he's been really one of our most consistent players this year. Yeah, that was a big play, and then the third down stop before that, where they threw it to Harris out in the flat on the blitz, and and uh, and tackled Harris. You know, Harris is one of the best best backs in the league. I think he led the league last year in broken tackles, and um, he's a tough guy to get on the ground. So it was a big point emphasis for us. I thought our, our defensive players, you know, for the most part, did a good job of uh, tackling him and, and wrapping him up, and you know, getting multiple players around the ball. But he's He's definitely a tough guy to tackle. Uh, so that was a big stop for us. And one of the top top receivers in the game as a running back. So um, that was a great play by Judon. Bill, big play for uh, Mac Wilson on that interception. Uh, what kind of progress have you seen from him you know, over the course of the offseason to, to this point? Mac Wilson. It's it ball. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. That Mills intercepted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was a, yeah, it was a play action pass, kind of pop pass over the middle. Yeah, made a great reaction to it. Um, you know, that's a play that um, it's becoming a pretty popular play in the league. We run it, so I know they've seen it in practice. Miami ran it, Pittsburgh, and it was you know he's really a you know an outstanding athlete. He was able to uh, you know I, I don't know how many people would have made that play, but you know just his athletics athleticism and ability to. Like you say, get his hands on it and, and tip it in the middle. So it was a big, um, that was a big play for us. Two final questions. Larger role for Kendrick today. How do you feel like he responded? Uh, we'll watch the film. I think everybody responded well. I thought our players played hard. I thought they were they played tough. It wasn't perfect, but we competed well and and um, you know did enough good things in all three areas to win. So hopefully we can build on that and you know try to try to keep improving next week. Coach, I know you've got a lot more oh I think it's just you know good to reinforce the things that we're doing that that um the way we prepared the way we played um was good enough to come in here and win and against a good football team team had a big win last week coming in for their home opener and so uh, you know Steelers are tough coach Tomlin this organization you know consistently puts out High-quality football teams, and um, it's good to come in here and get a win. It's not easy, so we'll take it. All right, yeah, thank you. All right, there we go. There's the uh, head coach post-game. Nice suit. I like that. Sharp. Nice Blue. suit. Nice words like about that. Nelly. Nelly likes Nelly as a player. I like Nelly. I don't. I don't know if I've heard Nelly before. I've heard uh, a lot of Nelly. They call him Nelly. Yeah. What do the you Patriots call? themselves? What do you call? Them? I don't know him, so not, I call yeah. him Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, we're not on the Nelly basis with <laughs> but him. But I, I have, I have heard the players themselves oh, yeah. sort of Nelly. Yeah, yeah, Nelly. You got, we got Nelly. Nelly. We got Millsy. Sniff, sniff. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it I broke he, it to he, a Tito. He said, it, said, <laughs> said it was a good team win. Uh, you know, gave credit to to Pittsburgh for being a well coached team, and yeah, yeah, it yeah. was. It was. It was nothing egregious, good, nothing uh, or nothing egregious, bad, nothing really outstanding, noteworthy, good. It was, you know, it was a seventeen fourteen win against another team that's kind of finding their way early yeah. on in this season, and you take it. You won the you, rock fight. Yeah, you want to. You want to. You want to. I'm not saying you have to go out and party all night. You know, it, it, don't turn uh, Foxborough into. Boone, North Carolina, but uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> t- you know, take your victories where you can get them, and you got to win. Boone, North Carolina was like last night after that win. So that hail Mary, uh, is that Appalachian State? Yeah, a court, 
according to my sister's kid, who's at Appalachian State. Really? What's Appal- he there Appalachian for? Appalachian State. What do you go there for? <sighs> Pre-med? No. <laughs> I'm a I bad. Per- I am just a bad person. No, pro- probably the same degree. Probably the same worthless degree my sister yeah, has. My anthropology. In. <laughs> you know? My kid gets uh, in anywhere. I'll be happy. You know, it's uh, <laughs> no. It's I guess the the campus this year has just been like a nightmare. Yeah. Because not into football whatsoever. Oh, and now everybody is excited. There's oh some, yeah, the town the town goes nuts. Yeah, you know, well, you're in Appalachia. Every- I mean, it's. Appalachia. Appalachia. All right, we'll step we'll step aside here. We still have to hear from uh, the quarterback here, so we will do that when we return and wrap up the Patriots postgame show presented by Cyber Reason. TouchView Interactive is here to support your hybrid learning, distance learning, and video conferencing needs with easy-to-use tools that allow end users to collaborate, interact, and present seamlessly. TouchView Interactive offers a comprehensive line of accessories and software to support your audiovisual needs. Outfit your classrooms and presentation spaces with the future of interactive display technology. Visit touchview.com for more info. Offered by The Oker's Company. Celebrating 100 years of service and support. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. Your line cooks have to know what they're doing, too. You've got, you know, there should be a chef. There should be maybe a sous chef. There should be a, a bunch of people in there who all know how to work in the kitchen. I don't know how long I want to keep this metaphor going, but it's not just on the coaches. Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. Our last call of the uh, Patriots post game, presented by Cyber Reason, will be Bob in Ireland. Bob, thanks for checking in. What do you got for us, Bob? Oh, not great, Bob. That's a real one. That was a, that wasn't a uh, Morel sound effect. So I guess they have the same sound effects in Ireland that uh, that they have here for, <laughs> good, for good observation, <laughs> Deuce. That would be like I wouldn't have picked that. You know that weird ring they that. have, international ring. You're like that's not a ring. I've uh, only experienced it. You know. Maybe once or twice in my life, but once of them was this summer, and I, I'm like, "What the hell's going on with this phone?" I mean, is it an apt observation? Ooh. Millennials have no idea what the, a busy signal is. Like they, they've never, they've never dealt with that, have they? I'm a uh, millennial. <laughs> a, a busy like, or a disconnected man. sound, or yeah. Like, remember what life was like before call waiting? You're like, oh, now, now you get a little beep, and you can click over to another line to, to answer it. You don't get busy signals anymore. No, that's how old we are. Let's uh, let's hear from the quarterback here today, Mac Jones. Who uh, had him had himself a, a day out there? Well, well, we'll see what he thought of it and the questions that he answers in the post game. Here he is. Yeah, it feels good. I think um, obviously we wanted to improve a lot of things, and we had a chance to do that throughout the week. Really, that's where it all started, and uh, just great team win. It wasn't one phase of the game. Um, offensive line played amazing, didn't even really get hit. So hats, hats off to them, run game, pass game, they made it work. So that was something I was really proud of, and um, we just got to keep doing that. Matt, you touched on Aguilar. Did you know you had him when you had him? 
yeah, I think um, it's kind of one of those plays where we're just moving the ball and running our two-minute offense, and I have good comfortability with that. And um, you know, when it's we've worked on that play through the off-season and 50-50 balls, and you know, he's one of those guys that I put in the throw it up to him category, and he's going to make the play. So if it's one-on-one, I'll give him a shot. And obviously, had time with the offensive line, and um, I think all of our receivers can do that. If they're one-on-one, I'm going to give them a chance. Kind of different philosophy, but that's what we need to do. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, the coaching staff did a great job with preparing us uh, throughout the week, and um, obviously, like you said, they they put really good stuff on film. Um, it's a really good defense, and. Um, we just went out there and executed as best we could. We, we obviously had plays we wish we had back, but um, they're just good players all around. And um, I think we just competed really hard. And like I said, hats off to the offensive line for making those holes and the backs running hard and um, the receivers making plays. Zach, how significant can that last drive be? Yeah, complete a few passes and then run the ball. That's every team's goal. Um, the, the teams that win in the NFL do that. You watch, try to watch like weekly NFL and see what teams did that well. Uh, if you can close out a game, um, and if you if you do that and you don't have to score, you just got to move it and get first downs. Uh, then the time just runs out. It's how it usually goes. So NFL games come down to the wire almost every week, and um, you know I learned that last year and obviously this year. So uh, great job, Damian and Ramondre and everybody running the ball. Um, and obviously the offensive line for opening the holes. And how significant can that be for you guys as you try to build something here? You know, obviously not where you, you want to be right Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I think uh, we did some good stuff in the run game and have to build on it and um, do that all the time and throw the ball whenever we want, pass the ball, you know, run the ball. It doesn't really matter. Just be able to do it whenever, however we want to do it. So um, definitely stuff to build on, but it's just one game and got to continue to do it every week. Yeah. Yeah, he's very, uh, like, very stoic, um, but very competitive in his own way. And he's always hustling to the ball, and he's doing a great job learning the offense. He's really done a great job. It's hard, you know, coming in uh, as a rookie and starting, and he's done a great job. And he just got to continue to grow and um, improve what he wants to improve on. That's what I would tell him. And you know, if it's a few things in your footwork or hey, I'm a little slow on this, let me fix it. So he's done a good job, and we just got to continue to grow and let those guys mold, you know, with the five guys. And how comfortable are you in the shotgun? It looks like that was a big part of the plan today. Why? Yeah, I like the shotgun. Um, I like under center, too. I think they're both interchangeable. You can run the same plays out of either one. But, um, yeah, I think it was a good idea, and we can do either one. It's just... A difference of a word. <laughs> You're either under center or in the gun, so uh, we can do whatever we want, and every team has both. So that's important as an offense to be able to do both. Do you feel like you guys are, are finding what you're good at? I know it's still early in the season here, but have you streamlined things to the point where uh, you're sort of forming an identity? Yeah, I think the coaching staff has done a good job laying out, you know, our rules for us and what we want to, you know, follow. And hey, on this play, do this. That play, do that. So. Um, really done a good job there, cleaning everything up, and uh, we just got to execute better, and we'll get, have even more points, and um, it won't be as close of a game. So that's the big thing is just 
put more points on the board and um, continue to grow. Pretty dumb question, Matt. Did you get that turnover? How important was it to answer with seven? Not settle for a three there, maybe give them a little bit of life. Yeah. How important was it to punch it in the end zone in that moment? Yeah, I think um, anytime we get a turnover, points are good. Uh, moving the ball is good, but you obviously want points three or seven. And um, great job by the defense. And we just got to, you know, do that. It's complimentary football. And when they do something good, we got to respond and do something good too. So, and vice versa. So um, they played really well. And um, they just got to, you know, like us, work on the things they want to work on to get better. But they look pretty good out there. And we got to grow together. So. Matt, last week you didn't run the ball that much. And obviously that was because you were playing catch up. Um, I don't really care. I just want to score points, and uh, I think we need to be able to do both. And that's important, run, pass, RPO, play action, whatever you want to do. So um, we have a really good offensive line, and the ability to do that, we need to have the ability to do that whenever we want. Like I said, every offense does that. Really good offenses do that. They run when they want, they throw when they want, play action, et cetera. So it all plays into each other. Mm. Were you surprised by that? I remember a coach last year for you guys, you know, we don't really see two high safeties all that much. I think it was in reference to the fact that you guys run the ball pretty well generally. Mm. So was that a surprise to you that maybe they showed that sort of defense? Um, they're spin and dial defense, so they run a bunch of different coverages. And um, yeah, they definitely played a lot of that. But um, they have good good players, so they know how to run you know, different things different ways. So that was good. And I think we responded well. The one interception wasn't good by me, but I'll get that cleaned up and make sure we see it all the way through. But we wanted to, you know, do that with that play. So it's all good. And you know, that was one of those split safety ones. But, you know, every play is different. It could be post high when they go to the middle or split safety. You don't, it doesn't really matter for us. Matt, you guys were able to beat some man coverage. Mm. Like yeah. How big is that for you guys? Because you guys see a lot of man coverage. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like you said, um, a lot of different coverages today spin the dial. And um, we just got, we have a good offense that everyone can get the ball whenever. So it's not like we're scheming for like one specific thing. We can, you know, go out there and just get the completions. And like today, offense line gave me plenty of time to go through my read. So that's the important part. And got to keep doing it. Every defense, defense is different. And, you know, every defense runs different coverages. So we, we have to be ready for everything. Cool. All right, there we go. There's uh, Mac Jones uh, wrapping up his uh, post-game press conference. Uh, some things to clean up, according to Mac Jones, which uh, yeah, I, think he's I right. would agree I with. Agree. Yeah, I agree with him. He's yeah. on the right track, I think. I would, I would agree with that. And also, a bunch of emails we didn't get to in the post-game. And thank you for everybody emailing. It's my job, uh, my, my bad, and I need to do a better job of getting to them. But I think if there were a theme to them, I would say uh, there were a lot of people asking and wondering about the quality of this win. And about you know what it could mean for the long term for the for the Patriots this season. How much value do really do you really put in it? I'll answer first by saying you don't have the ability or the luxury to uh, decide whether or not you you like the win or not. Not with this that team. That was kind of my point season. earlier. I, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. it's a, you got to win. Now I'm not telling you how to feel about it, but what you really don't have any place or any any room to to do is like. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, no, no, you're one and one. You don't start on two. You're one and one. You can either take it and accept it for what it is, or 
you're going to be second guessing everything about this team for the rest of the season. And you should, I think personally, you should be thrilled that you are at 500 two weeks into the season. Yeah, thrilled. Early part of the season, no time to be parsing. You know what 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 you won at this point. You're just trying to stay afloat and stay in the mix uh, without getting too far behind the eight ball. I think they did that today, um, but the increase in challenge is coming next week. <laughs> yeah. And we'll take next week as it comes, but to sit here and sit and like uh, not not you know feel take good it. about a win, take it. You're nuts, right? I mean, if you're going to ask me, can they play like that and win more often than not? I would probably say no, but today it was enough, and they had to have it. And I thought the way they ended the game was uh, you know was was impressive. The, the last drive was impressive. Right. So um, that's it. That's going to wrap up the uh, Patriots post game show for this week. Uh, we'll do it again next week. Home opener. We- Let's we go. will be here for the home opener against the Ravens of Baltimore. Baltimore coming in next week. Lamar. Probably going to be angry. It's going to be team. a game. Going to be a game. Uh, for Matt LaPan, Matt Morrell, everybody involved in the uh, Patriots pre and post. Calvin Poole. Uh, Cal- my son Calvin was here <laughs> for the pregame. Riveted. Riveted. Tamara Brown, of course. Uh, everyone, thank you so much for putting together the show. Final score for the final time. Steelers 14 Patriots 17. That's for you, Paul. Thank you. We'll do it again next week. Thanks for listening and watching. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.